Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, 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 this is TA Forlenza, and you're listening to the Rise of the Atlantean podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's game, so let's get down to it. Okay, so to recap the craziness that went on last week, um, you guys were in Anwin, the capital of the undead, and you had read the Grey Skull Tome. That's what it's called. It's got a Grey Skull on a Grey Tome. Um, oh, is that the one we found in the temple? Yep. Yeah. So you guys got to read it. Um, it took a little bit. Of, it took a little while of translating, um, but you got the gist of it. That you basically needed this specific kind of wood to encase the Devil's Dagger in. So. Wood. Huh. Heartwood. 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 So, and heartwood only grows in one place, and that's down in Anwen, down in the undead realms. It's it's kind of a special kind of wood, kind of tree that feeds off of necrotic energy. So, dead people. So, you went down to Anwen. Um, obviously, Anwen, this area down here, is all dark because of these nightfall orbs, nightfall pearls, that make it dark in a 10-foot radius. And... It overlaps, so there's castles. Anwen is modeled after Welsh mythology. So it's the undead region. Um, they're all very chivalric. The undead are all very super evil or super good because they survive and they go on based on energy that the rest of the Atlanteans provide to them in the form of memory. So if you've ever seen Coco, stuff like that, or um, what's that other movie with a guitar and the puppets and he dies? Book of Life. Same thing. You remember them. The more you remember, the more energy you kind of provide to these undead, the longer they live. Okay, most Atlanteans live a thousand years. Undead live for as long as they're remembered. Um, so, undead predominantly are your bad guys, your super villains, the ones that want to destroy the world, or their super chivalric King Arthur, Knights of the Round Table, um, and try to build a better Atlantis. So you get down there, very, very gothic-themed, um, very beautifully dark in its own way. Um, the cities are in darkness because there are vampires. There are a form of undead. It's a race. Um, they don't necessarily burn up in sunlight. Um, there is no direct sunlight in Atlantis. You have an artificial orb that kind of re replicates sunlight. So they don't really know what it's like to be in real sunlight. So... You guys got down there and you reconnected with Kelsey's family. So Kelsey's an undead banshee death knight. And when you die, you normally get put in with the same racial type that you were when you died. So they, she was brought back to life and kind of given over to a family of orc banshees. And that was her pseudo family. And they raised her. Taught her what it was like to be undead, you know, guided her in her afterlife as she got used to being an undead banshee. So you guys reached out to them, and she decided to stay with them while she could further pursue her background. Who she is, where she was originally, who she was before she died. She's very interested in finding all that out. So they were able, though, to direct you guys to um, a city. You remember the name of the city? The village? Greenleaf Village. So there are pockets of sunlight 
in Anwen, in this undead territory. So the Nightfall Pearls only cover 10 miles of darkness. So where there's one castle that has 10 miles, there might be a, a break of about a mile where there's still sunlight coming in from Ra, the sun, and then there'll be darkness again around the next castle. So in those little pockets of sunlight are little villages of where mortals and humanoids can live, where they don't die from the effects of not having any sunlight. Um, and it's in one of these little pockets called Greenleaf Village that they direct you guys to go. So you decided to stay back because you'd been having some problems with your arm still since you got bit by um, Geryon and he tore into your arm when you were knocked unconscious. So you've been tweaking it. You're also doing some research on how to add that um, Sagala metal to your arm still. So you decided to stay in Sagala, or stay in Anwen to do some research. Well, these guys, you're like, all you're doing is going to get some wood. You'll be okay. <laughs> so, you went. Oh, yeah? Nice. You can talk. I can. So, alright. So, you guys went down to Greenleaf Village, and you get down there, and, yeah, sure enough, it's a village with, like, pockets of gardens and trees and, and, um, glades and brooks and all kinds of beautiful scenery in between in betwixt all this necrotic landscape this shadowy landscape it's really sorrowful looking and there's this big old tree there and as you guys are walking towards it to try to ascertain where you can get some of this heartwood tree um this angel comes down the solar blue-skinned angel comes down and he basically approaches you guys and says i can't just give you heartwood so a lot of trees that exist in Anwen are actually alive. So they are given sentience, and one in particular, this tree that you're interested in, is a treant. And he's not just going to let you chop pieces of his, his body up for nothing. He's like, prove your worth to Greenleaf Village. Some crazy stuff has been happening in Greenleaf Village. Some cult has popped up. And prove your worth to them, stop this madness, and I'm sure this treant will be very appreciative. So, long and short of it is, you guys found out that it was the cult of the Golganeth. It's this frog-like creature from the Far Realm. Um, you ran into three other individuals who were part of their own kind of little adventuring group. Um, a rogue. A rogue named... Oh, I don't have his name. A rogue, a warlock... Zuno. Zuno. Zuno, I think. No, that's what's in her brain. Vorkarax. Veltrax. Nothing wrong with little Veltrax. Um, so, these three other individuals walked up to you three, because it was also Serena, I think, was here, and basically said, hey, look, we had a wizard who was from this city. He came back here to do some research, and we haven't heard back from him. We're worried about him. Turns out he went to try to save the people himself and was seduced by the evil mind of the cult of the Golgoneth. You guys went there, you were able to free him, delve down into their little um, tomb-like area that they were living in. Um, these people were, they would deform themselves, they would cut off their own arms, like at the wrist almost. Cut the skin off their bone though and sharpen their bones to a point. And that's how they would attack each other. Or attack you guys. Um, yeah. Nice. Oh yeah, she was, she was kicking ass. 
Yeah. Um, you guys had a ranger companion who was transfixed. They killed this one group, and after they killed this guy, his brain started swelling, and this blue frog with tentacles on its back jumped out of his brain. And they, they captured it, and as it was hopping away one time, this ranger dude grabbed it, and for some reason brought it up to his face, and the tentacles reached out and plucked out its eyeball, <laughs> pretty much. So I <coughs> started making out one. Eye Willie. Yep. You lost an eyeball. What did I sign up for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, aren't you having this last week? You missed all that. I think I shut it all out of my mind. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's good memory. Bringing back trauma. Yes. So it plucked out one of his eyeballs. It was insane. <clears throat> And then you guys went to this cave, and there were a bunch of other frogs in there. And then you found the Golgoneth itself, and oh, yeah. you slayed it mightily. And everything went back to normal. Um, so now we're kind of so we get our wood. reconvening after that. Yep. <clears throat> you get 2,500 gold pieces. Oh, whoa. Isn't that nice? <laughs> whoa, for doing nothing. No, from the rubies that I found in that chest. Oh, very nice. Yep. And you said something about the book, right? Yes, the book. The uh, book of Gollum repairing or something? Yeah. Golem building? You, yeah, so you guys, time. yeah, you got a book of Gollum building. Okay. Yep. And didn't I collect like a scroll of greater restoration? I got, <coughs> um, I think I got. Didn't the, we use that scroll on the statues? Wasn't we? that the one that Serena tried using? Was no, that she ended up not using I it. I have a scroll of greater restoration. So, she couldn't use it. Okay. So do you need that? No, I'm good. I don't need the scroll. Oh, yes. No, I'm sorry. You're right. Yes. We used it already? Yeah, I thought I, I crossed it, it out. So yep. I crossed it out. I got it right here. One, two. Was that from another time? Nope. It's the same one. So, all right. So erase, erase it. That. Yep. Okay. How much money? 2500 Nice. See? But that's also money that you guys got from the mayor from Golden, like, from Greenleaf Village. I have like a circle no, around the $2,500 was for selling those rubies. What else yeah. did we get from the mayor? No. Each ruby was 5,000 gold pieces. And there were two. Yep. Split among four. Okay. Oh, you split them into four? Yeah. Okay. So you guys, I don't know if we got it or not at the end, but you also got 300 gold pieces no, from the mayor. So remember, yeah. he offered, if you guys helped save the town, yeah. get 300 gold pieces for you. And, and each? No, total. A total, okay. I'm so pretty sure I already gave that to you guys. Yeah, gold pieces and then, because I have right now, I have 2673 for gold pieces. I'm pretty sure you already got it. It was the weapon that you guys wanted to decide which what kind of ancestral weapon the city had. That they were gonna give to you. Oh, yeah. The other thing that I found is uh, four four hundred silver. Where's where'd that come from? That's you split the. That was the oh, weird. Gold. Yeah, that you guys looted something that had like a strange amount of gold, a strange amount of silver, and a strange okay, amount so of I copper. Six silver pieces because we split yep, it amongst each other. And then two hundred right. copper pieces. Got it. <coughs> All right. You also got a mask from last game. A mask? Mm-hmm. What kind of mask? It's called the Mask of Spirits. Each of us? Eric had it, though. Eric took it with him. So, so we don't have we it? We don't have it. Can we jump him? <laughs> Maybe he'll let us borrow it for right now. It wasn't um, really that It wasn't really that big a deal. Okay. It, was, it was kind of a weird thing. Um, you also got, um, I think, uh, like a... A whip I after did, you yeah, beat the golden off. Key and a whip. Yeah, you remember what the whip was called? I just put key and whip. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but. Was it, was it the whip? Whip. 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 Whip.
Alright, let me... What was the whip called? What's the key for, anyway? The key was to get into um, where the Golgonoth was at. Remember you guys went to that other side room? Gotcha. But what's the whip now? Alright, I don't need the key no more. Now I need the whip. What's the whip called? I will get the whip for you. As soon as I find it. It's a cool whip. A cool whip. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, it is. That's perfect. I've always wanted a cool whip. Um, I think my next paint job is going to be her. There's a roll. You like how she's like my next paint job? I'm like, boop, boop, boop. Her ears are too short. You can't see my ears. I'm going to have to mold some. Oh, can you? You could probably make hair on mine. Look, she's got a hood on. I know, but like right here, with my glasses, I can see. Right here. You need a bang. Mira, mujer, te estoy hablando. Entiendes? Respeto un momento. Look. Do you want to wear my glasses so you can see? I see it. A little strands of hair. Yeah, right there and there, right there. Yeah. You throw some red in there for me, or whatever color. Make it pink or purple or something. Just be creative. I will. Make when, me, make me. When I'm done with mine. What about yours? I think that's pretty. It's okay. It's you okay. You wanted it different though. I do. I'm a little zhuzh. You gotta you make can me. Zhuzh you two have you to make me a list of the colors you want and the changes you want. Uh -huh. All right. It's a whip plus one. A whip plus one. Whip. Good. Yep. And who has the whip? You. Me. You have it now. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. And then um, you guys have whatever kind of uh, item you want to get from the city. I want an item with this mouth. It's a hammy. It's a. It's a. It's an, a family heirloom passed down from one family to the next. And here is Toreg. Toreg. Yo, we Toreg. So, so do you have a list of these family heirlooms? A bunch of different ones, or how's this work? Nope, just tell me what kind of weapon you think you'd want. I'm going to work like, with you guys. I want, um, that's not too easy, but I want, like, two sword, two little knives that I can, ooh, ooh, with. Stab, stab, stab. <laughs> Double stab. Steady. Like, you know, like a little belt. We've got a buttload of weapons already right now. Who needs a weapon? I want a magical lasso. All right, Wonder Woman. <laughs> that makes you tell the truth? That does that and then chokes you out. And chokes you out. <laughs> I don't like some, what you said. Some kinky stuff here coming in now. Keep it choking to yourself. Maybe you should take... I have a lot of weapons. Can I have a magic lasso? It's okay. It's okay. Can like be I don't know if magic... So thing. how about this? There is because this is a, a very agricultural type city. Oh, okay. There is a whip called the Thornlash. Okay. All right. Like... You have the thorn lash. It's called. Thorn lash. Whip. Thorn lash. Doesn't glow. I'm gonna put Ricky on it. Yeah. It's okay. green. It does not glow. But you can always go and bring it to an enchanter and have some enchantments put on it. Whatever you want. So it lets you reproduce the thorn whip cantrip.
in addition to being a normal whip. And what is the stats? Range. You gotta look it up. Don't tell him what you want because you know you'll say, "Oh, I want like a spectacular star sword," and he's going to be like, Here's "Spectacular, a spectacular!" <laughs> Here's a banana. It's a very pointy banana. It's a, it's a thorny banana. It's a thorny banana. I don't like your attitude. <laughs> now you're just going to get nothing. Okay, no banana just, for you. I'm a thorn one. <laughs> This is a podunk little village. <laughs> well, with trees. A podunk village with trees. All right, a whip <laughs> a does 1d4 slashing if you use it as a whip. 1d4 slashing. It has finesse. Finesse. Which means you can use it with your dexterity or your strength modifier. And it has reach, which means you can reach 10 feet with it instead of normal 5 feet. Now, if you use it as the Thorn Whip Cantrip, then you create, with a range of 30 feet, you create a long vine-like whip, vine whip covered in thorns that lashes out at your command toward a creature in range. Make a melee spell attack against the target. If the attack hits, the creature takes 1d6 piercing damage, and if the creature is large or smaller, you pull the creature up to 10 feet closer to you. That's when you reproduce it as a thorn whip. So you can hit it as normal as a 1d4 whip within 10 feet of you with finesse. So dexterity or strength. So can I do the thorn whip cantrip every time? Yeah. So why would I want to do it the other way? Because that's not finesse. And you're not using your dexterity modifier. You're using your melee spell and attack. finesse does what? Finesse means you can use dexterity or strength to use it. Okay, and if not, then I have to use what? your spell attack modifier. So you're going to roll a melee spell attack against the target. So what's your melee spell attack? Look at your spell slot page. Um, plus eight. So you'd, have a, so you'd have a plus eight to hit somebody from 30 feet away, doing more damage and pulling them closer to you. Yeah. So it's like a free cantrip. Or you can use it as a regular whip for whatever else, other purpose. So should I put plus eight into hit? If you're using it as a thorn whip, yes. If you're using it as a normal whip, then no. It's your normal dexterity modifier. Plus one? Or a strength modifier. That's bad. Yeah, I'm always going to use it as a thorn whip. Okay, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. Nothing wrong with that at all. Prestidigitate. That can be cool. What is it? Um, it's a cantrip, right? Prestidigitate. It's lesser wish. I love prestidigitation. Yeah, you can do all kinds of fun stuff. It's not like harmful, but you can make like a hologram looking thing or make voices, right? Like you, you can do a lot of stuff. Yeah, lots of fun stuff. Look it up. If you prestidigitate. Prestidigitation. That's one of my favorite like cantrips. Five times fast. Because you can do a lot of stuff, crazy stuff with it. All right. Me. So. Why don't you go to her? Because I still think about what I want. Oh no, it's one group thing. Wait, what? 
Yeah, it was one ancestral item. I didn't know that. I wouldn't have selfishly taken it from everybody. Well, that's why I said. Well, she wasn't there. Well, I'm good anyways. I mean, I have and she's got a buttload of weapons. I have. What's your whip do? My whip is just plus one. My whip is thorny. So, yeah. so you, got, you can be the whippy sisters. Look, I also have a javelin that does lightning. The whipper sisters. I have daggers, <laughs> short swords. You can buy be a bunch of whipper snappers. I'm going to find that last though. That's your new group name, the whipper snappers. Whipper snappers. Here we are, whippersnappers. You're in your place. Well, now you gotta get a whip. I have, I have a, um, I have a spell. Oh my god, you guys are the whippersnappers. Lightning lore. That's it. <laughs> See, that sounds more like what I want. The golden right. I'm writing a note down. You are now the whippersnappers. No, no, we are not. No, no, we were those days where we used to beat people's ashes. <laughs> Regular whip, right? Mine's thorny. Because it's like my personality. Yeah. She's nice. <laughs> yeah. I myself am thorny. Whipper sisters or whipper snappers? Oh, no. Nine. Nine. Whipper sisters. None. The cool, yes. you guys can be the cool Nine. whips. Yep. The cool whips. The cool whips. <laughs> no, I'll say it in a couple languages for you. No in English. No I can write, Spanish. I can write cool whips yet, down now, too. The Nine. cool whips. <laughs> How many times can you no. say no? No. No. That's awesome. All right, cool whips. You're done. All right. So, you guys get back to uh, Greenleaf Village, and the the treant allows you to take enough bark to basically bring it back to a major city and have it constructed into a box that mimics the one that you found. Because the one that you found was... was 20,000 years old and was already starting to fall apart in your hands. Um, so you're able to get enough to create another box to, to contain the Devil's Dagger. Now I'm going to leave it up to you guys. Do you want to go so back to Anwen and do it? Or do you want to go back to Laputa? Where do you, where do you want to get this box made? Where do they have golden whips? Or golden... We're going to trade a thorn whip for a golden whip. <laughs> golden Not Anwen. Anwen's the undead so region. Laputa? So Laputa's your floating city. It's not going to have a whole lot of stuff. I was thinking we need to... Isn't that where the dagger is? Laputa is where the dagger's at. Yeah, I think we probably need to go there, mm -hmm. get it made there, mm -hmm. and then like a quick then transfer of situations. Mm -hmm. I can't do it for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> You're like Wait, tell me, about, tell, me about, tell me about the... I have a mind flayer. She's Moon Knight. You have a what? I think you were there for that. Yeah. Weren't you there for the end part of the? Yeah, she when we. Rats. I talked to myself. She found so the ring. Like, off hey, the Illithid's head. Rats. Rats. There was a ring on the Illithid's oh, head. Yeah, 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 the ring. I didn't realize that. But I'm not cursed anymore. Stick. She's not okay. cursed. I'm not cursed Got anymore, it. but I still have the mind player, which okay. is fine. Zaltrax would make more Vork sense. Rats. It is kind of like the gift that keeps on giving. The mind player. A nice companion, at least, or no? <laughs> well, he just, you know, he talks kind of demonic. He gives so her no choice. He gives me, I, I ask questions. And yeah. He, he doesn't talk me. demonic. He Does just he whispers to you. Yeah. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he whispers. My name is Veldrax. Veldrax. Four cry. Take me twice daily. Take me twice daily. 
No, no he's... so like when I'm unsure, I'm like, so what do you want me to do? What should I do? And then he'll, you know, gives yeah. me the advice that I either do something or I don't. He can see through her eyes. So like oh. he's trapped in the ring. And so whenever, so in Atlantis and in this homebrew world, if you're from a different reality, like a different dimension, when you die, your soul is stuck in our dimension. It does not ascend to whatever home dimension that you're from. So he was killed here, and he's from the far realm, and his soul can't ascend to wherever illithids go when they die, so he's stuck here. And his mind and his soul is trapped in that ring. So... Do what? Well, he, he's asking for you to return him somehow to his realm. Kidnapped him? You're along for the ride. And he know, he, he's in your mind, so he knows that you like to keep him around. But at the same time, he's like, I can be very quiet. Or I can wake you up in the middle of the night, too. I can make your life a living hell if you want. But I will help you. It's going to sing Henry VIII, I am. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, he's going to say, look, you need to get me out. <laughs> look. Once I'm out of danger, like legit out of danger with this whole. That's never gonna happen. Never know. Yeah. Okay. There are different ways. He is. He is malicious. Why did that? We'll always be in danger. I'd like to give Valtrex to someone else. Vorkrats. <laughs> Vorkrats. Vorkrax. Vorkrax. Valtrex. Vorkrax. I spelled it Vorkrax. C-O-R-A-T-Z. That's close enough. That yeah, no, that's, that's close enough. <laughs> Stop re- derailing the game, I my really tree. I want to hit things, so come on now. So, Let's kill some shit. Yeah. so you guys go back to Anwen, and you're able to um, basically hone in on Laputa, right? Um, it's an ability you guys have because you basically kind of like bonded with it. Um, so you know, yeah, the city, the crystals that are in it. Yeah. So you're you're intimately familiar with where it's at because it's a floating city. Otherwise, you'd be like, well, where the hell is it right now? So you're able to kind of hone in on it. And because you guys are down in Anwen, it's actually not too far from where you're at, right around here somewhere. But that means you can't take a hover train directly to it. So how are you going to get from Anwen to the floating fortress 40 miles away from you? does message go? Do, is it just have to be the person on the same plane of reality? Mm-hmm. So we, I, I, uh, I have the Chalcedony that casts message once a day. Mm-hmm. Can I talk? Can I call Fiero? And sure. Can pick us up? Okay. Hey, Fiero! You don't uh, get an answer. What? I'm sorry? Normally when you cast message, yeah. you kind of have that connection. Yeah. Lock in. Yeah. Like a cell phone. And you start communicating with them. Okay. For some reason you reach out to Fiero and you don't, you get nothing. Uh, horse? That's not good for a little bit. Huh? Can we take a horse to the location? Like it's a flying city. Oh, I mean, there are rentals. There are yeah, there are a buttload of flying mounts in okay. Anwen and flying vehicles that can go a short distance and then have to come back. Okay, so let's do that. 
be well, like, can we get another Well, did, did Maeve want to tell you guys exactly what was going on? With- hey, yeah, no, so I can't reach Fiero for some reason. Is there something here in Anwen that would be blocking the, the spell for you me? Get a girlfriend or something? But maybe he's, yeah, maybe uh, he's on the DL. Yeah. Normally you can tell, like, if you normally were trying to reach out to Fiero and he just didn't want to talk to you at the time, hey, I'm busy, I'm on the toilet, right. then you get the idea, hey, I'm busy, <laughs> uh-huh. call me later. It's like a yeah. phone. Yeah, so let me ask Warcrafts if he can. Yeah. If he knows what's going on. Here. Okay, she's gonna talk to her something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get some Moon Knight going on. Are you Mark Spector or uh, Stephen Grant? <laughs> I'm Mark Spector. <laughs> okay. Because you know, but the accent's so much better. <laughs> I know, but I don't. I'm really bad at accents. <laughs> so what's going on in Anwen to the point where we can't? Like, why can't we get in contact with people over here? What's going on? Cell phone towers down. I don't know. Do you really not know, or are you not wanting to tell me? I am not from this plane. I don't know. Okay. Anwen. <clears throat> I am unfamiliar with the magic you are referring to. Ah, magic. Okay, thank you. That was helpful. Right? There's magic. Uh, okay. Well... Um, yeah. message didn't work. We gotta so go it, maybe see. it's just Fiero. Maybe he's not. Uh, can we like can try we, to reach somebody else? Or can sure. we move out a little bit of Anwen? Can we like get a little bit out of the city and then try? Yeah. Is it? I mean, not that. Do you one, also like, have Chalcedonia that casts message? Well, all crystal right? shards cast message. Oh, alright. Yeah, no, I yeah. have the. Uh, all crystal shards. I'm done. Yeah, as a ritual for one minute, you can cast. Um, you can cast message once a day for free, like right away. Yeah. But all crystal shards, if you take a minute as a ritual, it's like you're dialing, mm-hmm. you can start communicating with someone else who is open to communicating with you. Can we try... Yeah, I have a Star Wars quartz. So. Who is the helper for King Atlas? Like, Philip? Philip. Who is... Stanley. Stanley! <laughs> Philip, Stanley, same thing. Parker. Right? Should we... Can we maybe, like, talk to Stanley? Maybe Stanley. Yeah. Stanley. Yeah, I've always wanted to talk to him. Right? Okay. See if he can send a ship. He's Stanley. Okay. So you use your crystal shard and you reach out and close your eyes and you picture Stanley in your mind and you know he's got a crystal shard and nothing. Something's wrong. Right. It's here then. It's where we are. No. No? I think something maybe there. Laputa? You think something's wrong with Laputa? Maybe. Mm. I that'd be. We gotta go see. That's no good. So something's bad. Something's wrong. All right. How else are we going to get Well, can we try and reach one more time? Right. Um, I don't have any crystal shards, so I can't. How about the B team? Yeah. Can you try this time? Or are we the B team? Are they the A team? I don't know. Yeah, the A team. No, the A team is retired. Right. The B team. Yeah, the A team all resides in Laputa now. And they've all retired. The B they're team. they're retired, so they right. probably be around. Right? The B team is out and about. They're still adventuring. Okay, so, so we're the C it. team. Mm-hmm. We'll try the A team, right? right? You want to try the A okay. Who do you, who from the A team? I don't know anyone from them, but Barbara. Barbara. I don't know. Did you just make up a name? Okay. Uh, Clarissa. I mean, Explains does, it all. Does, he, does he live in Laputa? <laughs> does Amalset live in Laputa? This yeah. guy I've heard of. I think I mean, he's, he's probably there. pretty cool, right? He's pretty hot. Yeah. It, that's what I've heard. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a sexy beast. <laughs> I like his hat. All Is right. he there? Could he help us? Let's try. All right. Is it? Are you there? 
Whoa, God, is this thing on? Hello. Whoa, hey. this is trippy. Hello, who is this? <laughs> it's me. Um, it's me. It's a me, Mario. My tree. Ooh, cool. Okay. My, your tree. What? Yes, my tree. What about your tree? Okay, besides point. Are you okay? What? Is everybody in Laputa okay? I don't, I don't know. I'm not in Laputa. Uh, Something's wrong in Laputa. Can you meet us? Uh, nope, little Preferably tied up, but uh, you might want to maybe tell Alice. Maybe he's around. You can. I gotta go. Uh, you were tied up. Yeah. So yep, I like that kind of stuff. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Good luck, your tree. Thank you. Click. Uh, Alice. Atlas. 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 So gotta talk to the king, huh? Yes. All right. King. Are we important? Are we? King Atlas. Hello. Uh, hi. Hello, my tree. Uh, hi. Um, is everything okay? Uh, could you be more specific? We can't reach people in Laputa. And... I am in the capital right now. I'm not positive what's going on in Laputa. Something Are you like... able to return to Laputa and maybe find out for yourself? Yeah, but I just wanted to make sure you were okay. And we're... Oh, I appreciate the concern. Stanley. Or Fiero. Yeah, we can't reach Stanley or Fiero here. Oh, that's that's interesting. Um, well, I'm in the capital. Could you say I am Stanley? doing some things in the capital. Okay. Uh, where are you at right now? We are in uh, Anwin. Anwin. Um, then are you short of funds? Do you can you just rent a ship and return to Laputa? Yeah, I mean. Well, I, oh, I do, I do believe that, Maitre, you have solved the problem to your dilemma, if you'd... We were just concerned. We were just worried. I'm glad you're okay. Well, thank you, Maitre. Please go ahead and return to Laputa, and, and I will attempt to discover what's can I, going on in Laputa as well. Can I roll to see if something feels weird about the way he's speaking? Because I'm getting a little... Sure, give me an insight check. Yeah, no, he seems fine. He's in Atlantis. He's in the capital right now. He's the high king of Atlantis. So it's like you calling President Biden and going, Hey, Joe, how are you doing? Are you good? I just, yeah, you know, I just, oh, oh, you're you're down. Where's he from? Vermont? Where's he from? I don't know. Where's Biden from? Texas? Who knows? I don't know. Is Scranton guy? Maybe Jersey? I don't know. Pennsylvania? And it's like him being home, and you you go on. Oh, is everything okay in DC? And he's like, I I don't know. I, is everything okay in DC? Check the news. It's my tree. My tree doesn't think of these things. Obviously. God. She'll still kick your ass. So he says, uh, "Good luck, my tree. Uh, I will attempt to divine if anything is wrong in the city." Thank you. But I would recommend taking a ship there. And- DC. I will try. Thank you, okay. my tree. Good luck. Thanks. Click. So, we have to go. All right. We so, have to pay for ourselves. Just, oh, that's fine. I just yeah. didn't know there was any airships here in Anwin. Let's go find oh, yeah. one then. I thought there were just like sticks and whips. Yeah. Right? That's only in, in the Goldleaf Village. Right. Where trees grow. So, where are we right now? In Anwin. In the right, capital. No, I know, but where in Anwin? Where? Wherever you want to be. So, you guys try to go out of the city a little bit to try to get a better reception. So you're on the outskirts of Anwen. Um, there are these giant bony gates that, that kind of separate the wilderness from the city proper. 
Um, but it's very easy. The gates are open. Okay. Very easy to walk Let's back just in. Let's get there because this sounds, I feel like there's trouble. Let's so uh, there are sky towers in every major city. Sky towers have, there are two types of sky towers. You have like the flying ship types that are like docks that you can go and rent a boat at, a flying ship. And then there are also rookeries. So giant towers that have little uh, hatch, rook, uh, little rookeries in them with flying animals. So flying animals are usually a lot cheaper to rent. I want to rent a Pegasus. Um, and then ships are usually a little bit more expensive to rent. Down to get on a flying horse. Great. It sounds amazing. Let's do it. Alessandra, you good with flying a horse? Yes, I love Pegasuses. Pegasi? Pegasuses. Um, so you are renting a flying animal and it's going pretty far. Um, but you guys are um, the cool whips. So you get your names are <laughs> the Whipper Sisters. So your name is getting kind of kind of popular. We are not the Whipper Sisters. You're the We are not the cool whips. You are the whippersnappers. That's right. We're I forgot. Hey, hey, it's the whippersnappers. You going to borrow three of my Pegasi? Yeah. Fix us. The, yeah. the, the Pegasi. The DM has lost his marbles. Keep going. Hey, hey, Joe Bob. <laughs> the whippersnappers are here. Joe Bob. We are not. I'm going to take Joe Bob down the alley and They're, punch him in the wall. They, they want to rent some of my Pegasi. Man. Oh, boy. I'm so excited. I'm like a pig and poop. Where did you find this one? I don't know. Can I, we're never coming back, back to this town. You are some young whippersnappers, man. <laughs> okay, he's horrible. See, so, you know, if I have so, that lasso, just, you know. So you got a thorn whip. Use your oh, thorn whip instead. Is there anything you can, like, shock him with? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, you want me to? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just, like, just this poor Pegasi? <laughs> Pegasus? Pegasi. Yeah, I'm going to So, no, you guys go to the, the rookery, and there are, yeah, there are wyverns there, there are smaller dragons, so dragons are very rare in Atlantis. Don't make fun of my caterpillars. They'll crawl <laughs> off my face and climb up your leg, and you will freak out. The crazy things these, these caterpillars will do. One day. So I'll get some cameras set up. So, um, no, you guys have a, a plethora of different winged beasts you can to ride, to rent. Um, there are a couple Pegasus, Pegasi, um, that you guys can rent. Um, the problem is you guys are flying probably about, I'd say about 80 miles east by southeast. So that's normally would be a couple day trip on foot. Uh, it would probably take about a day and a half to get there by flying mounts yeah so uh it's either it's kind of like renting a car or a u-haul truck mm -hmm. it's per mile basis or per time basis if you want to rent them for a day it's a certain amount of money if you want to rent them for 10 miles it's a certain amount of money how much to just buy one so i can have one yeah. on all the time that oh my gosh you I want like a Pegasi. flying Pegasi? I, I feel like that would be a really good idea just to have it. Like, I want a this, is, this is my baby. What's mm -hmm. your name? Mm -hmm. Like, we're going to name it and keep it forever. My little pony. Yes! Mm -hmm. 
And they always had something like kind of inappropriate but like delicious sounding as a name. Mm-hmm. Like sugar lips or something. <laughs> Alright. If you want to buy your own Pegasus, yeah. it's fifteen hundred gold. Oh that's not bad. If you want a combat Pegasus, we'll actually fight for you at seven thousand gold. Oh we don't have that. We don't have that kind of money. Let's save up though. Can we yeah. sell somebody we don't want? Yeah. Can we yes. sell somebody? Can we sell people? <laughs> A regular riding Pegasus, though, is 1,500 gold pieces. One of the party members that we don't... We can't sell humans. Not walls. They're, they're, they're not no, humans. They're not humans. It's true. It could be uh, something okay. else. Okay, yeah. that makes it better. They're not humans. Okay, let's sell them. <laughs> this is not reality. Wait a second. Griffins. He's not a human. We could, sell, we could totally sell that. We person. could sell the men. Riding like griffins are only 500 gold pieces, but they're a little slower. Hippogriffs are a thousand gold pieces, and they're a little they're a little faster than griffins. Pegasuses, Pegasi, are the fastest flying mounts, and they're fifteen hundred gold each. Anyway, so meanwhile, while they're doing and eyeing over Pegasi, I I want to go down the street and talk to somebody about a ship, a flying ship, about how much that would be. Okay. Because I am much more no no to rent one to go to Laputa because I am much more comfortable with machinery than animals. Right. So I just want to check in on that and mm-hmm. see the price and how long it would take us to get there because a day and a half on a horse does not sound no. appealing. No, we can buy them and yeah. take them with us. Right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Alright. So to rent a flying ship is, again, it's a mileage thing or it's a time period thing. So um, a flying animal would be like one gold piece per ten miles. A flying ship would be like one gold piece per mile. Aye. But it's for the all of you. Alright. Because I mean, we're the entire ship. So you're about 80 miles away. Give me away. a price, old so man. 80, so we I'm done haggling. So it's 80 gold total. And we yep. can split it. You're right. 80 gold. Done. <coughs> Bless Excuse you. Me. Thank you. So you guys are going to take the airship? Airship. Yes. On agreements? Nobody wants a Pegasus? I mean, I want I mean, one. I want them. I want one, but I can't. Not right now. Yeah, I, I want to wait till I have the money for a one that will bite people. Yeah. Can stomp them. Buy one stomp from what's one of the mayor. You could call it stomp. and train it. <laughs> stomp wait, make stomp face. Desserts, a stompy, stompy. Stompy cake. Stompy cake. Stompy cake. <laughs> right, saving up for stompy cake. I love it. But when you say it sounds like stompy cake. Stompy cake. <laughs> All right, well, somebody chop off 80 gold pieces. So, what is that? I'll pay for it. It's like them 25 each, yeah. if you want, or 80 total. You got this? I got it. I got it. My treat. My treat. Her treat. My treat. My treat. My treat. So, whenever we recruit men into the party, we can just trade them for gold. Can we do that? I mean, it's shady. Well, there's no men in the party right now. That was a different group. I was in there. Was Zuno, there. the ranger, and the warlock were their own adventuring party, and they teamed up with you guys to go find their wizard friend. Can we find them and sell them? Oh, we can sell people. They're not people. No. No, you can't find them and sell them. Not right now. If they show back up. Sorry, so I mean, this isn't all girls groups. So is this just like payback for all the years for the against women? I'm just saying sorry to mean that. 
So you guys are going to go help the Medusa Queen I you were just and bring the men down. Bring the men down. All right. We love the men. We love men. We're just joking. You guys are gonna be the, the cool whip killers. That's what it is, cool or the whip cool killers. whip, the cool whip traders. Oh, God, no, oh, no, 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 no,
Cigar Love Metal. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Not like press digitation where just... Um, so you go, oh, and his eyes, what's left of this milky white eyes, kind of, oh, oh, why? Oh, much interesting. It's a floating... I don't even know we've got floating cities in Atlantis, but they're all anchored. This one... This one just flies around. You've got to know your own city. That's so let's go. cool. Let's go. Stop oh, yes, talking. yes, yes. I'm sorry. Please. <laughs> Have a seat. Have a flying. seat. Buckle in tight, because we're going to be sailing her across the night. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, <laughs> jungle cruise, you know. <laughs> okay. So he takes off, and it's Millennium Falkish. It looks like crap, but it goes pretty quick. It moves pretty fast. Um, so... Falkish. Yeah, Falkish. Cool whips. Cool whip killers. Oh so remember, oh flying ships use crystals. And so basically, they pull on other crystals that are on the outskirts of the, of the continent, or they push against them. So basically, he steers by pushing against the, the crystal in Kunlun and pulling on the crystal in Alaka. So it's more or less going in an easterly direction. Until he gets to a point where he can, he feels like he should start using more of Atlantis and um, Asgard's pyramids to push him further south. So unfortunately, it's not an exact science. Um, once you get closer to your destination, you kind of stop using crystal power and start using like sails, or um, there are magical rows that some ships can use to help propel them. This is a little skiff, so it's not going to have nothing like that. It's got these tattered sails. That he uses so just keep that in mind so you guys are flying pretty quickly flying east um, following along the ley lines and <clears throat> you guys are resting relaxing looking over the gray tomb the gray skull tome is telling you more about what you can do to to nullify the effects of the devil's dagger and off in the distance you see Laputa getting closer and he starts rising the ship up excuse me higher because he knows there's a sky tower now there from your important knowledge that he can park at. And so he's got to be probably about 40 feet above the level of Laputa. Excuse me. On returning to your floating fortress of a home, you notice several things that seem to be off about it right away. The city seems to be go still going in a northerly direction, though off the beaten path from its previous more direct route to Aslan. You guys are over here for some reason when before you were down here kind of heading north. Now it's, it's going this way for some reason. Secondly, the city seems eerily quiet. Before you left, a steady influx of wonder-filled fans combined with honest merchants began making their way into the city to set up trade and rebuild the place of the glory it once had. Now, the streets are empty. There's no sound and no foot traffic. Your last observation solidifies your nagging worries. The treasury where you stored the devil's dagger in a safe transdimensional space lays in ruins. Smoke still lingers from some sort of attack made against the structure. It is also here that you see several other figures rifling about the debris. One snake-like body giving away in a heartbeat. A gorgon, not, not Queen Medusa, a regular Medusa, that you recognize. Oh, I was going to say, where's my thing? Can you get the grid for me, please?
What? Oh, you guys not able to see it very well? Oh, it's short people problems. So, you see... This is you guys in your airship, flying above it, about 40 feet above. Not yet. So you're in your airship. And you can see this silvery bull-like creature over here that is just running in the walls and is toppling walls down and is destroying the treasury. You see another telltale Medusa. So you guys have seen Medusas before. They're not Medusas in this world. They're called Gorgons. Medusas are a race called Gorgons. And they're actually very highly valued in Atlantis because they turn people into stone for hibernation. But you see this one just finding stones and finding different things in the ground and looking at them and you see her the snakes on her head like come together like this and the item turns to stone and crumbles in her hand. And then she'll walk another couple feet, look around on the ground, find something else, she'll pick it up like it'll be like a bag or something. And she'll look at it and her snake heads will go and it'll turn to stone and she'll just drop it and crush it. And this thing is just destroying the treasury. Treasury is in ruins. So it's got fire lingering still. You guys don't see anybody else in the city. And obviously, they've seen each other, so it's not like this thing is destroying the, the treasury while this thing is kind of like hiding from it. Something is very, very off about this. And you guys are flying around in your airship. And your, your captain, oh, this is your captain speaking. We're coming over this, to the sky tower. Oh, it's... That thing is still smoking pretty good down there. I wonder what, what happened over there. Park it. Do okay. Have, do you have to rappel down? No, you're at the Sky Tower. Yeah. So the Sky Tower is probably about, I don't know, a quarter of a mile away from the treasure. Actually, no, it's not. It's probably actually pretty close. It's only probably about a fifth of a mile. Not very far. You know, 500 feet from the treasury. So you guys are parked over here, and he goes, Okay, well, if there's nothing else you need me for, this was not exactly the fanciful city I saw in your mind, but I'm sure it's nice to you guys. Good luck! Thanks. pushes off and flies back west toward him. So she used to, she's not, she used to be nice. Um, Medusas are known to be... Gorgons are known to be... They're just like other races. Right. There are bad Gorgons and good Gorgons. Okay, so, so we're just going to have to have a, com have a conversation. I think. What do you think? Mm-hmm. She's, I mean, obviously, she's looking for the dagger. Oh, but this is, this whole thing is in ruins. It's falling so apart. She, I think the dagger's gone. She's turning dagger's everything gone. into stone right now. She's just picking up things and turning it into stone. Yeah, well, we got to make sure she doesn't turn it into stone. Right. So how do we do that? Hold on. What do I do? Fancy sunglasses? What do I do? I'm talking to myself. What do I do? Keep out of the range of our vision. Okay. We need to keep out Give of the range. Give me an insight check. Damn it. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. 19. So, by vision, it's not... I can see you right now. How far away am I from you right now, though? Five feet? Yeah. Right? I'm six feet tall, so whatever. Right. So I can see somebody. I go outside, and I can see somebody 100 feet away. Right. doesn't mean if I saw Just a Gorgon, 
100 feet away that her, the power of her eyes is going to extend 100 feet. So there's an idea that it's a ranged ability. What the range is, you're not exactly sure, but you're pretty sure it's not 100 feet. Gotcha. So you can be a good distance away from them and not be affected by so the petrifying gaze. Like, okay. Right. What's going on? I'm good. Because, well, so we have to, um, let me tell you, <coughs> relay that message. So we have to stay out of her range of vision. Um, so you guys are in the top of the sky her? tower yeah, right, now. right now. Can so, I, and can the sky I tower is probably about 500 feet away. Can I try casting? So I, I do all my vision casting spells through my eyepiece, right? Sure. So can I try casting Detect Magic, closing my good eye, and only looking through my eyepiece with Detect Magic going? And can I see them? As a scope, almost? As like a scope, like as a, as a magical means of vision to see them so yeah, that I don't check. have to... It's normally it's a 30 foot range for detect magic. Is it? Okay. So, but if you want to make it into a solidified small area, because detect magic, if I cast it in this sure. room, right. my it's peripheral everything right. will be glowing, I can see. But if you're going to turn it into a scope, where only you look at one thing at a time, you slowly turn, and things will slowly start to kind of emit an aura of magic, I give you an arcana check. Should I make us all blind for a temporary? Do you want to do your arcane eye thing? Yeah. Arcane detect arcane magic? Arcane. Yes, All right. please. Go ahead and give me an arcana check. As you're, you're still coming back to normal. Shit. Yeah, your, your arm. Can anybody, like, make a fog instead? Like... So, well, that's one thing at a time. Yeah. So you started to manipulate your eyepiece. Yeah. So you still got to cast a spell. Yeah. So that was three plus eight. That's 11. Yeah, that's, yeah you're going to have to be yeah. higher than that. I know. So, like, your arm is still acting a little weird. You've been working on it. For probably about four or five days straight, yeah. and it's it's still got some malfunctions going on inside of it. Mm -hmm. But you use that the fine to, the fine the fine skills and fine motor skills of your hand mm -hmm. to try to manipulate your eyepiece, mm -hmm. and you bring up your hand and you cast a spell and you're watching your fingers twitch and you're like, I don't I don't trust this and you're like, it's your eye. Mm -hmm. So you you kind of do a little bit of. A, and your eyes kind of close out of focus, mm -hmm. and you're like, this is not going to work. And you try looking up, and you're like, no, this is not going to work. And you undo it, and your eye goes back to normal. Okay. Can I cast, um, press the digitation, and make like a, just something to blur the effects of her being able to see us, like a fog cloud no. or nothing? No, press the digitation is not that powerful. There's a spell called fog cloud. Prestidigitation is little cantrips, little magic things. Can I make like, like a fart cloud around Medusa? No. <laughs> you know, like so. You can, she, yeah, you can make a smell. She's going to go, No, hmm, like, that stinks. Like a little blurry, like make her vision blurry somehow. No. 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 Sensory effect, illusory image. Yeah. You can make so an illusory make image, an image the size of like a coin. I can't make an image of myself. It says minor. No. That would be minor illusion. That's a different cantrip. You can if you walk up to her and hit her in the head with a hammer. I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, so you guys are 500 feet away. You, you're watching her. This thing is still demolishing parts of the treasury. But you guys are in the top of the sky tower right now. Do I do I understand how her vision works? Does it? Does she have to hit us with it? 
So what I'm asking is, here, I'm going to... She has to be within a certain range. I'm going to give you an insight into what I'm thinking. Mirror image, if I put mirror image on myself, does she have to hit us with her vision gaze? So everybody go ahead and give me a history check. Because you guys, I'm sure, are standing around formulating a plan, trying to figure stuff out. My God, these dice. That was a natural yeah. one. 18. 18? Six. Six. All right. So Maitri kind of goes, you guys are kind of trying to brainstorm, and Maitri's like, well, you know, up in Zion, the halflings use um, Gorgons all the time. There is an actual enclave up there, hidden in the gardens where famous people go to be put in hibernation. There's another one down here, or over here, the Giant's Ring. There's another famous one, and almost parallel to it is another one in the gardens. And she's like, I've heard stories about how some Gorgons kind of lose their minds after a while because they're also the caretakers for the ones that you put in hibernation. So if I put you in hibernation, the only thing that can make you come out is a greater restoration spell, which are not all that common, or uncommon, or my blood, the blood of a Gorgon, which you guys saw with the Queen Medusa when the blood from Garyon started splashing on them, they all come back to life. She remembers hearing stories, though, about some of these Gorgons just losing it, and if you make eye contact with a Gorgon and you're within a certain distance, it's just a natural petrification aura that her eyesight puts out almost like in a cone, like a 30-degree angle. So like me standing right here, I could get you. I could get you. I might not get Maeve with my cone. But all I got to do is go like this and start looking at that poster, and now I've got Maeve in my, my, my eyesight. So if Maeve is looking at my eyes, that's the thing. If you're looking at my eyes or looking in my general direction and you got caught in that cone, you're going to be subject to petrification. If she's blind, can she use that? It's still a power of her eyes. She doesn't have to see you. You have to see her eyes. So we have to look directly into her eyes. So we can look at her, look down. You will technically not be able to see her then. You, you have, you're going to have to shield your eyes like this. Right. It's not like me just looking at your shoes and going, Oh, I can't see you because I can still see your eyes in my peripheral. Right. It's right. either close my eyes or do this number and... Hope that we hit her. But anytime I go like this, a really quick peek, yeah, it's done. I'm going to be looking. So we just have to hide behind walls and stuff and talk to her. Okay. What do you think? Yeah. Unless somebody good. wants to sneak up behind her and blindfold her ass. I, I don't trust paralyze that. Paralyze her. I don't trust that. No. Alright, so... No, so he's going to start going down the, the, the <laughs> yeah. sky so tower? Gonna, there's ruins and, like, I'm guessing, like, walls that we can be okay. behind. Yep, you're in the Sky Tower still. Yes. So you start coming down the Sky Tower, and before you left, there were people that worked in the Sky Tower. Because there were people... No, there are people there. Oh. Are they stone? They're all stone. Oh, no. <sighs> and you have to understand, you guys know this much about Gorgons. It's not an instant petrification unless you really, really fail your saving throw. Then it is. A lot of times it's, oh, I see her, and I'm slowing down and I'm slowly starting to turn into stone and then a couple seconds later I turn into stone. Alright? These guys that you see, the workers that are present in the sky tower that are kind of milling about either look like they're instantly petrified or were like like waving at someone. Like almost like they were ambushed. So I'm thinking that the um, 
the bad Medusa got to this one. Mm-hmm. So that means to... And she probably has a dagger already. In, in my head. Yeah. Is there any way that we can relay, kind of like we talk to each other, like relay messages to her from where we are? So you can cast the message camp trip to anyone that you know. Um, you might be able to cast it to someone you can see. Okay. So I wanna, I wanna do that, and I wanna. I'm telling them. Let's it's not a communication thing. It's the normal message cantrip is 25 words that you send to them, and then they can reply. There's no back and forth. Okay. That's with a crystal shard. Think of it like a phone. So if she has a crystal shard, and you have a crystal shard, then yeah, you can talk to each other on her phone. If she doesn't have a crystal shard, you're casting message to her. Then it's just her going, oh, who's that talking to me? And I can talk back, and that, that's it. And you can only do that once per day. Let's just get closer and kind of like yeah. hide behind the wall. And like, hey, what's going on? What are you doing? Okay. All right. Let's see you get your figures up here. If you can't see the walls, and maybe stand up, because there's a lot of walls. So, in your dice thing, man. Is this a high enough wall? It's up to you guys. Yep. That's probably about a seven foot wall. Okay. So it's just well, I'm only five foot something. So. Alright. Oh, I'll go over here. I'll try to flank left. Is that, this is a, wall? that a wall? Yep. Okay. Alright, everybody give me stealth checks. I'll be in. I'll be in lightning mode, so that's advantage on stealth checks. Okay. Uh, Eleven. No! Sixteen for me. All right. And you got an eleven. Okay. It's over ten. <laughs> yep. Very really good. It's slightly over ten. <laughs> All right. So just to resolve some things, so we're not um, getting confused. Go ahead and just roll initiative for me. 17. 15. Right. 17. 15. Just to get an idea yeah. of where we're at. So good. Um, uh, five. <laughs> five. Nice. All right. Crazy. I'm gonna put Torag on the playing field with me. Oh, Torag! That was just about to ask. What? Because he's machinery. Can he's he a turn? machine. Can he turn to stone? We don't know. Come on, man. I, I'm not. I don't answer. know. I don't like that answer. Just you find answer. out. I don't like that answer. He said you'll find out, girl. I said no. You could find out. I said if you have Torag go fly up in her face no. and go. No. Good. Hey, and then he falls a stone and falls around and shatters. Go grab her face. What's the other one that you have? Uh, click clack. Click clack doesn't fly though. Click clack just, just scurries. He seems to be afraid of a lot of things too. Like scurries. He, he is a he is a scary Skittish. guy. He's very skittish. skittish. He, he was a true for last time. Yeah, 
All right, so start initiative. My tree, what are you doing? So she's picking up something and she's focusing on it and her snake's and then you say hello and she's and she stops and she puts the item down and she looks in her general direction and she says hello hey um what's going on you doing alright I am doing wonderful how are you Just tidying up a bit. Would you care to come out and help? Mm, no. Go ahead. I thought we were doing okay. initiative now. Yeah. We are kind of doing initiative, but okay. that's a wall, so make sure you're not jumping over walls. You're going to walk behind it, right, so she doesn't see you? Yeah. Okay, so walk behind it. There's a, just a ledge right here, so I'm just walking around it. Okay. I think that's all I can drop, right? Okay. Alessandra? Are you talking while you're moving? Are you doing the, hi! <laughs> Maitri, give me a perception check. some, well, it's fine. Um, you hear some crunching. So you heard her walking towards you that way. You hear some <laughs> coming from this direction. Before, it was kind of loud. You could hear him, this yeah. bull-like creature, plowing into walls. It's gotten quiet suddenly. And now you hear like <laughs> Okay. Mike so. um, or Maeve? So, I'm hoping that I have cover here to move here. Do I have? Do I? It have looks like it. Visual you, cover. Well, it depends. You're looking to see if you can yeah, see her. Yeah, I'm looking to see if I can if I can go around. You're right. peeking around the corner to see if her body is out of I'm you. I'm going to ask Torag to do that. I'm going to ask Torag to take a peek. Sacrifice him. Just just a wee peek, just to see if we've got visual cover to run here to go here. Right, so if she can't see this angle here, where is the where the only opening is, right? Because mm -hmm. of this wall here. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm right. trying to give me. So he is oblivious because he's your loyal servant. So he pops his little head up over the, the thing and he looks around. Mm -hmm. He goes. Okay. He pops his head back down. Okay, so I'm going to take that opportunity to go here, and I'm going to leave him. I'm gonna tell him to hug the back of that wall, actually, and okay. act like he isn't act like he isn't a thing. Okay. I'm gonna be like, Torag, pretend you're a rock. Okay. All right. Can I make my voice go somewhere, like sound somewhere else for presentation? You want to throw your voice? Somewhere yes. Else? That's the whole okay. thing about presentation. That's what you start hearing. 
hands over there. Yeah. Are you a skilled voice thrower? Mm -hmm. I can be. Okay. Were you trying to throw your voice too? Behind that wall. What the freak? You're trying to echo your voice 40 feet away? Mm -hmm. how, how many feet can I do it? How are you? Mm -hmm. I have You're trying to use precedentation, you yeah. mean? What's the range on precedentation? Uh, 10 feet. So you can go 10 feet. Can I help her 10 feet? Because I have no. to. So you can do 10 feet, and you can do 10 feet. Combined, you can do 10 feet. <laughs> and it's not like you're making voices. It's more like a... It's not something articulate. It's not me saying anything. It's something... It's just sounds. and vo it's, I wouldn't say it's cognitive I speaking. I rock far? Sure. Where do you want to throw it? Like, over there. Okay. Go ahead and give me a acrobatics check. Seven. Okay. So give me an athletics check. Thirteen. So you pick up a good-sized rock. And you're like, you're a little nervous. <laughs> you're like, you got the strength, but you're aiming for like over here. Mm -hmm. Did I hit him? Where it actually goes, not, I mean, not bad. It goes like more over here somewhere. Okay. It wasn't bad. You got the strength, you just not, your aim was not very good. And you hear it singing. And you hear some trampling kind of coming in that direction. What else you want to do? I mean, we gotta engage with this chick, but I wanna, like, make it so she can't, um... Can we just hold her in place? Can I put her on a blindfold? And put a bag over her head? Our heads. <laughs> My head. No, we put a bag over her head, like, hold her and... Put a bag over her. Can I try hold a person? You gotta see the person to hold them, right? Yeah. Peeking over. It's the, up to you. Just looking at her. Are you gonna peek your head over the not, seven, not eight to foot thing eyes. to look? Not. I just want to see like the top of her hair. You tell me what you want to do. It's your turn. I mean, we gotta get this going. So I wanna. I what do you gotta get going? What are you doing? I want to talk to her, but I she's got to be not as dangerous, and that guy's going to come for us, so we got to kick his ass. Can Maybe. How about ask her nicely? Can, is there any way that we could just have a conversation without you turning me into something? Yeah, that. From where you're at? If you're just through the rock? Oh, shit. Can I, like, run over So don't, don't assume those figures are where they're standing right now, because you guys can, cannot see them right now. That's the last place you saw them. cast detect magic since I feel like she's getting close enough in the 30 foot range and I'm going to close my good eye. I'm only going to use detect magic with, my, and so I have 10 minutes now with detect magic up. Okay. So yeah, I'm hoping, wait, I'm, wait till your turn. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Something's going on between that. Would it be considered like a charm or like 
her turning us to stone, would that be like a fear, charm, possessed no. type of thing? No. Petrification. It's a giant metallic looking bull. Not even giant. I mean, it's medium size, but. Mm -hmm. Actually, I'm sorry, it's large. Got the wrong figure. It's a name for that. So, Gorgon. It's a Gorgon, yeah. I'm gonna try one more time to say, like, I would really like to have a conversation with you, but I don't want you to turn us to stone. Oh, of course, dear. Come on up. We'll, we can talk. It's like... How are you going to know unless you go out and talk to her? You don't. You don't want to look at that? You don't want to look at that? It's four plus uh, insight. Oh, well, that's mm -hmm. pretty good. Um, it's one of fourteen. Sorry. There's a new little table here. Let me see if this. Uh, you're pretty sure she's full crap. Okay, I'm gonna cast hold person. You have to see her to cast hold person. I know. I'm going to try to do this without getting petrified. I'm going to like peek to see a piece of her clothing or her arm or something. Okay. Okay. Whatever. So you need to get to a place where you can see her first. So right now you got to stand up. If you can't see, there's a wall right in front of you. Okay. We'll say the walls are about 10 feet tall. So I'm trying to pull myself. So you got to climb up over the wall. Not over it. Like you're climbing the wall. Peaking. Yes. To the point where you can just get your head over and you're doing this number looking around. Okay, first give me an athletics check to climb the wall. Or, I'm sorry, uh, athletics check. No, acrobatics check, I'm sorry. Acrobatics check. Acrobatics 15. Okay. So you're doing this number, and you're slowly peeking over, and you see, just barely make out, because this thing is actually big. I didn't realize it was a large creature. If I can find a large creature, I will. Um, you see this thing kind of huffing over that direction. We can use that guy. Oh, guy. You can see this. I mean, it's not as that tall, yeah. but it's it's. You hear it checking out in that direction where the stone just was, uh, where you threw the stone. Um, you peek over this way, and you see her just kind of just coming around the corner just looking both ways and 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 so she peeks her head out looking this way and looking the other way and she comes back this way as you're peeking your head over at the same time okay well I know what she was doing I know what you're doing so give me a constitution saving throw my tree. 14. So you lock eyes on her for a second. She doesn't see you, but you see her 
and you see her face come this way. And almost instinctively, she doesn't realize it, some of her snakes kind of like do that, and some of them go this way, and you lock eyes with her for a second, and you can't move. Aww. And you're like, and something deep inside of you wells to life. Something deep inside your heart. And you're, you're gripping onto the edge of the stone wall like this, and you've got the words for whole person in your mouth and your tongue, because you're about to try to cast a spell on her, which is, what's the range on it? Okay, and is it verbal, somatic, material? What's the components? Give it say something or just point at somebody or... It's an enchant. Keep going all the way to the end. Concentration. VS or M? VSM. It's all three. So you've got to do something. you got to point a wand or your relic. You've got your holy symbol in your hand. And have you figured out who your deity is yet? We said it. I can't. Is it the sun god again or no? no it's part of your background. you got to figure this out. I know. Okay. Either way, something wells up inside of you. And for a second, you feel your body kind of stiffen. And you fight through it. And there's this warmth kind of starts to fill in from your heart. And it starts to spread to the rest of your body. And your fingers clench for a second. And you feel them slowly start to unclench. As you point your hand at her with your holy symbol in your hand. And you just say... Okay. What's your DC? Um, what was it? Wisdom saving throw? Wisdom, 16. All right. So you see her peeking around the corner, looking left and right, and almost the exact same thing happens to her. Like you see her, like some of her snakes go like this, and they start to lock, and she squeezes her eyes, and she shakes her head, and her snakes start going crazy like this, and she ducks back behind the corner. And she goes, oh, I thought you wanted to talk, my dear. I know you're lying. That was very impolite. And so is lying. You hear, you hear this weird, and before you duck your head back on the corner, you see this thing. I'm not a Slytherin. <laughs> All right, Alessandra, my tree and move. Well, no, your movement was moving up to 10 feet, doing your spell. You're... You got a little bit of movement left if you want to jump back down and yeah. move somewhere. Yep. Go ahead. You've probably got about 15 feet of movement left. 15? Yep. Okay, Alessandra? I am going to go around to this thing here. Because I'm going to try to kill this. This is not a Medusa, so. Yeah, but she's there. I'm, not gonna, I'm staying behind the walls. Okay. Right, so, wait, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. as long as I'm behind the wall, right? Yep, so you're peeking around, so there's a wall right here, right here, and right there. So I'm okay. still behind the wall right now. So you're behind this wall right here. Okay, and that wall. Give me a perception check. Ooh, that 20. Alright, so you're, hmm. you're sneaking. And you can just barely make out this thing pushing through the stairs coming this way. Okay. Um, I don't have any movement, do I? Do I have any left? If you just moved all your movement, no. How much should I move 30? You can dash. I can dash. Do I still have a little bit left? Mm -hmm. If you don't want 
Stand up, you can see it. So the wall goes around here in the corner like this. There's some debris over there. There's a wall right here. There's a wall right here. So where can she walk? Where can I get to so that I can have an advantage of that? So like, I want to have like I want to have it on the side so I want to be able to see it. Would I be still behind the wall right now? Yeah. Okay. Let me get here. Is that thirty? Yeah, it's only like twenty. So there's a wall right here now that you that's blocking your vision of him. Okay, but at least I'm on the side of it. You could have moved two more squares, though. I'd go to 20. I want to get it from the side or try to go around it at some point. Okay. All right. Your turn is up. Both of these things go on six. So this thing plows through here. And sees you over there, and it's pushing through this thing because remember it's big, and that staircase is only five feet wide. So half of its movement is pushing through it. So when you're big and you got to squeeze through something, you lose half your movement as you're forcing yourself through it. So large creatures can get through medium spaces, but it takes a little longer, which saves you because this thing blasts through and it tries to charge at you, but it can't. And it, it it actually kind of backs up a little bit and starts pawing the ground. Like it's going to... It puts its head down like it's going to ram you here in a second. Okay? Meanwhile, you're not exactly sure what the uh, other Medusa is doing. Maeve? All right. Um, I am going to... How big can I? I can see this from where I'm standing here. Yep. What What am I assessing in terms of cover for this? This pile of rubble. For you? Yeah, for me. I'm Plenty of cover. Yeah, I was just gonna say three and a half feet. All right, I am going to try to stealth over there. All right. Behind that for All cover. Right. You want me to roll? Yep. Okay. Advantage under lightning mode. And that's fine. That's an, oh, never mind. That's an, it's a nine and a six, but then I've got uh, let's see for stealth. Oh, shit, plus two. That's eleven. Okay, so you start darting this way. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead and give me a perception check with disadvantage. Are you actively using your eyes, or are you? I mean, um, so you you didn't cast detect magic. No, that's what I meant to do. Sorry, that's I said that earlier. So okay. that's what I meant to do. So I'll actually do that detect magic before I leave here. Then. All right. So you're so gonna close your good I'm eye. Close my good eye. Uh -huh. And use detect magic to try to see where she is. Then. Okay. Does that make sense? So it's up for 10 minutes. So when I'm looking at her, I'm going to close my good eye. When I'm trying to actually just look where I'm going and not look at her, then I'll use my good eye. Does that make sense? Yeah. So detect magic, though, detects auras. So are you... Yeah. Are you basically trying to make it that you're blind in your normal eye and yes. are just basing off of everything off of detect magic? Yes. I'm trying to just look through my eyepiece with detect magic. Because my eyepiece is really only good for casting visual spells. Right. That's, that's what it's for. Okay. All right, so 
you're inherently blind then, right? I my left eye is blind. Yes. So okay. So all you're seeing is auras right now. All I see is auras from magic. So you're not yeah. actually seeing terrain features or anything else. So what I'm hoping to do is from here, look with my good eye, yep. look where I have to go, right? And yep. if you want to give me a disadvantage to get over there, that's fine. And then as if I'm trying to look to see where she is, then I'm going to close my good eye and look for an aura. And okay. like try to try to hone in on where she is. Does that okay. make sense? Yep. Okay. So you run across that open expanse. Yep. You close your good eye. Yep. You focus on your mechanical eye and yep. you scan really quick and you don't see anything at all. I don't see anything. Great. And you open your eyes, you face forward again, and you get behind this rock and you yep. hunker down. Cool. Yep, that's that's what I was meaning to do. So okay. So I didn't see her then. Nope. Well she Okay. Okay. So that's my movement, um, and tech magic was my action then, right? Yep. Okay. Give me... Give me an intelligence check for Turag. For Turag. Oh, man. Turag's not that smart. Yep. Exactly. Do it. Uh, yeah. Zero intelligence. So he's got a ten, so he's got... Whoa, whoa, whoa. 16, though. That's, That's pretty cool for Torah. Torah rolls better than I do. Yeah. So, you know, he, he, you know he told you, you told him to stay flat up against the yep. wall. Yep. But his little robot ears start picking something up. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I told him to behave like a rock. Yep. He's trying, but he's worried about you. If he can't see you, and he starts All freaking right. out. Torah. So he, he kind of just... <laughs> He's leaning against the rock, and he does this number past the rock, and you hear him scream out in binary something about, she's coming, she's yeah. coming. So I didn't see her? Nope. She's not magic? Nope. Well, not that you can tell. Okay. Inherently magical? Just because she's a Gorgon, does that make her inherently magical? Are you inherently magical, being a gnome? I'm super magical. You know, you got some magical stuff. Yeah. She does not have anything she doesn't magical. Have a single, she doesn't have a magic weapon or armor or any nope. any kind of anything on her. Nope. Not a single item of She's magic. She's just magically delicious. Magically delicious. Do, 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 do. All right. So nope. Nothing magical I hear, about it. I hear you hear him freaking out. Okay. And like he freaks out, but you're not worried about him because you hear him on the rocks as okay. he's screaming out in binary. Okay. Like. She's coming for you. She's coming for you. She's coming for you. And like he says it over and over and okay. over and over again, binary. Okay. Well, then I will prepare to, for my next turn, right? Yep. I will prepare to put lightning in her face next time. Okay. My tree? So she's... Well, you just heard this... So I'm I far think, away. Wait, do we understand binary? No. Okay, so I'm worried because I hear Trevor freaking out and I have no idea what he's saying. You hear him coming from where he's at. So, I'm going to be very... And you hear this barreling through the staircase right here over by Alessandra. And you can just um, barely make out where Alessandra went a second ago. Alright. I'm going to be brave and look over the wall again. Okay. And see what I see. You don't see anything because you're on a back wall way back in the back. Uh, well, I gotta move. Okay. So give me another acrobatics check. Okay, can't make it up. You're like, you're now you're, excuse me, now you're worried. You're like, and then you get to the, like, right here, and you're like, 
You're freaking out. I'm gonna out. throw another rock. Okay, so you just... There's a loose slab right here, and you're like... Where are you throwing it? In the middle. Okay, give me an athletics and acrobatics check. Athletics is a 10, and acrobatics is a nat 20. Okay, so you throw it, but you hear it hit the wall right here. With a nat 20? Acrobatics, you've got a good aim, but you're not... You're on a wall like this, and you're going... Jack should, should have a little Maybe it hits the wall and flies out into the middle. Oh, you're such a Are you standing on the wall or are you jumping out? I'm getting mad. Um, no, I'm staying on the wall. Okay. Alessandra, I'm there's prepared. this thing. It's pulling the ground. It's I'm, ready to... I'm preparing to, to fight it. Let's do this. Like, I'm ready. Like, I got my sword out. Um... I can see it, I'm going towards it, and I'm gonna stab it. And right I scream, in the face. Rip it! Rip it! I'm gonna stab it in the face. Rip it good! And yeah. keep my eyes focused on it. Okay. So, yeah. Alright, so I'm moving forward. Yep. One, ten. Alright, and you've got both weapons out, or just one, or what? I got, got... I got the the one that's already on fire, and then I have my, yeah, have my other Light apple. it up! Well, so you've got, so you can use a bonus action to light this one on fire. And then I already have one that's on fire. So no, you need a bonus action to light it on fire. Oh. It just doesn't automatically come on fire. So you can either pull one sword out, bonus action, light it on fire, attack, yeah. or pull one, two swords <laughs> out, and attack, bonus action, attack. Alright, I'm just gonna keep them no fire, just attack, attack. Okay, and that's two short swords? Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. Yes. Alright, so two short swords, right? Yes. Alright, so go ahead and roll to attack with the first one. Okay, 25 hits. Cash me, how about now? Know what it is? Cash me now? Cash me outside, how about now? Cash me now, how about now? Cash me outside? Cash me outside. Cash me So you, so I don't know how many dice you just rolled. It sounded like more than one, but oh. you're only rolling one dice. Oh, sorry. One d six plus whatever. One, okay, yeah, sorry. It's the same. Yeah, <laughs> the same thing, and it's this one. That's the hit. No, it's just. Right next to it, one d six plus something it says one d six plus something. Plus three, yeah, so it's eight. All right, so eight damage. That was your first attack. Yeah. Okay, now you're hitting with your offhand. Seven to hit? Not seven damage. No, you gotta roll to hit with your offhand. Oh. So you hit one time with this hand, and now using a bonus action, hit this hand. Thirteen. Okay, thirteen, your sword misses. But you get two attacks per turn now or no? Yes. Right? Does it say that? Two yes, attacks per two turn? Attacks. All right, so now you're hitting again with this offhand again, or with your main hand. So roll attack again. 
when he hits, just barely. You're ping, sort of banging against the metal side of this thing, but you're flaking against. You can see there's overlapping ridges of where this thing has got um, its armor almost, and you're ping, peeling away at one part of its shoulder. So go ahead and roll your damage. Okay, so 16 damage total. Um, all right, good. Do you have a... I forgot to tell Maeve about the cards. Oh. My tree, do you have your challenge card still? I, I think I mine's still upstairs. Have, I still the have challenge. challenge oh, card. Wow. You complete the challenge, you get a treasury reward card. Honor or analyze humanoid remains. Cool. I see. I gotta get like a gift or something. Cool. Yeah. So this plays in the role playing or yeah. some kind of combat, whichever, whichever way you can. Did somebody give me something special? I remember. Didn't was... you get something? Just no. You just got that whip. It wasn't something special. I wasn't given to her. What is your? You gotta find your card. It's upstairs. After we take a break. break. All right. Cool. So let's try to finish this before we go on our break. The whole thing. Yeah, preferably. I'm kind of yeah, in the middle. Yeah. I'm good. 6.30. Um, Alright, so that was Alessandra. So now it's these creatures' turns. Um, so she moved after I moved? She moved after when she saw me move from here to here? No, she's moving right now. She, she was... But she, she was, was moving towards you when... Um, she's being she, sneaky. She's so she came this way before. Right. So and was that whole person. So, before, so she was going to sneak around this way. So after... So she was here. Yep. So is this her movement since then? So that's already on her turn. Yep. She's moved. Okay. And now it's their turn. But that's what I'm saying. That's her turn to move, right? That was her turn from last time. No. <laughs> because she was she was over here. Yeah. She had still movement left. Right. But she moved after she saw me? Yeah, she's been moving well, a lot. Well, so right. she's... She's been moving a lot. She was over here. Right. But after... So my turn was after hers. She moved after I moved? Yeah. Right. My her. tree went first with right. the whole person. Yep. And then Alessandra went, yep. and then she went. Then so she, went. she saw her duck back behind here, right. and then started moving. She's going to move behind this wall on her turn. Okay, so she was already moving this way before yeah. I moved? Yep. She was going to move this way and sneak around this way to come around the corner, because she heard my tree over here. Okay. But she's been moving when it's not her turn. Yeah, she's, no, she's not. I'm keeping track in my As mind we, where she's moving. Okay. As we were talking, she was moving. Yes, that was me thematically trying to explain rest of you guys that she's creeping towards you guys right now. It wouldn't do well to be like, okay, oh, we're talking, we're talking, we're talking. Oh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I wanted to impress upon you that she's really kind of walking towards you while you're talking, and it's weird. As long as she doesn't walk too fast. So she was going to run around this way. She was actually right here. So actually, she's probably right here. Because she was going to run around this way. And then she saw you running out the way this way. So she went from going this way to, oh, look, who's that? Okay. And that was on the extent of her movement. Okay. Because she's actually moving at half speed because she's trying to be stealthy. Okay. So. I'm about to just 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Well, if she's facing that yeah. way. She'd actually probably be right about here then. You know what I'm saying? You could 30 just. 30 feet. Yep. Yeah, I'm about to just bolster the wallet. All right. So now it's her turn and it's his turn. Okay. So we'll do him first. So he actually starts pawing the ground again. And he actually turns around and runs 20 feet the other way, which gives you an opportunity to attack. So okay. go ahead and roll to attack right now. D20. Okay. 
Alright, so go ahead and roll your d6 plus whatever. You hit him as he turns his back to you. Okay, so he's up to 21 damage as you hit him right in the rump as he turns around to run. <laughs> and at first you're like, yeah, okay, he's running away, yeah, and just you kind of just going to smack him. When he does this thing, he goes, <laughs> and he charges and he puts his head down, and he starts charging. Oops. Yep, the bull. And he charges right towards you. Give me a strength saving throw. Oh gosh. First, I guess I have to hit you. Which armor class? 15. Okay, so he hits you with his horns. Give me a strength saving throw. What'd you get? Yeah. 12. 12. He knocks you prone. And as he knocks you prone... He stomps on you with his hooves. Lovely. Ouch. And you are prone, so I have advantage with a melee attack. So whenever somebody's on the ground and you walk up to him and you start hitting him, you get prone. You get to advantage. If you're shooting at him from far away, you have disadvantage because they're prone. He's, he's laughing. No, I'm going. He's Ouch. For me or for it? He's for you. How am I vindictive? Alright. So the horns by themselves do 21 damage. Mm -hmm. The hooves do 23 damage. I'm dead almost. So he's gouging into you with his hooves. Okay. Meanwhile, this one, you're, you hear this. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. And can what I do you want to do? Can I hear her? So give me a perception check. With advantage. Oh, with advantage? Because, yep, because he warned you. Uh, 15 plus, that's a dirty 20. All right, you hear... Her getting closer. She's speaking closer. Okay. Hmm? Yeah. Alright, so she creeps up to you. Are you keeping your eyes averted? I am. Alright. Well then she gets an advantage on her attack. So first hit, which armor class? Nineteen. Even with stealthy armor? With stealthy armor. Because you were in stealth mode, weren't you? Yeah. Isn't that a different armor class, or is that the same? It's the same. Okay. Unless I want to add my my shield, which I'll do next time. All right. So you feel the short sword come down on your shoulder, psst, hits you. What? Um. Sword, another short sword hits you, and then you feel this cold slithering along your shoulder from snakes, and that those hit you too. Jesus. What is happening? He's just trying to murder A 19 armor class, yeah. With advantage. So the, Jesus. The first hit, 8, 16. Look at his shirt right now. It has nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 16, mm -hmm. 
21 damage plus. Are you immune to poison or anything? Do you have an advantage oh, to wait. poison? I don't, but if you've got poison coming at me, I have well, absorb just, elements. The snake out, the snake bite. Yeah, and I have a poisoner's. So, so 21 physical damage. Okay. And then 13 poison damage. Yeah, I want to do absorb elements then. Okay. As a as my reaction. All right. So uh, you take six poison damage then, and you absorb the other six or seven. Let's see, I hold on. I'm reading this. I don't know how this works. Uh, this is my first time doing this one. Okay. 1d6 plus 1d6 spell, or per, per spell level, and how much poison damage is 13. there? 13. There's 13, so I will do that at second level then. Okay. Because otherwise I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I might fucking die. Oh. Well, you should see, well, you should see where All I'm right. at right now. Stand by. Ooh, eight. I will absorb eight points of that damage. Okay. So you take five poison damage. Okay. And 21... And 21 ouch, physical 26. damage. So 26. Boop. And you just hear her laughing. <laughs> you fools, you dare to go against our queen? Yo, she just hit me! <laughs> I'm coming to get fun. you! Get her ass! My tree! <laughs> My tree, I'm dying legit. I had a cast... Well, Thank Maeve, you it's your turn, Maeve, so you right. know she's right next to you. All right. But if you're keeping her eyes averted. So I'm keeping my eyes, but she's on top of me, so how, how can I not off? hit her, right? Well, I mean, she's within five feet with her sword. Yeah. Yeah, right like in the heart. So I'm going to do the whole thing where we... And then... Well, you're standing up. You're not prone. I thought, you, I thought she knocked me down. Okay. No, that was... Yeah. That's I'm, all I'm down. I'm gonna. I'm going to take a step back then... I get the opportunity attack then. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, okay. Well, I'm gonna, I'll, all I've got is lightning launch right now, so okay. let's give it to yeah. right in her gut. Yeah, all right. Is that, a, is that a spell attack or is that? No, my, that's my that's my uh, guardian. That's my uh, infiltrator. Probably armor. It's snakes I'm saying, you, are you rolling to attack her? Yes. Yeah, so it's okay. So you have disadvantage if you can't see her. Even though she's right up me. Yep. Remember, she's five feet away, and you're a gnome. So if I got a sword and I'm going like this, you're just going. Yeah. Wherever the pain is coming from, I'm gonna aim for it. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So you want me this dis disadvantage? Yep. <laughs> so six plus eight is fourteen. So you feel. Give me an insight check. Oh, he's just. <laughs> he is killing us tonight. I uh, the insight sucks. You did not tweak it for three people. You did not insight. No, that's like six. I did. I get six. I totally tweaked it for three people. Okay, six. Six. So, you feel like if you sacrificed a little bit of your hit dice, you might be able to hit her. But I'm not going to tell you how many. I don't remember how this works for you. So, your, you've got your thing. However, what level you are. I'm six. So, you have six hit dice. I'm trying to right. see where I put them. They're right here. Oh, right here. So, unless you use them for healing and a short rest, you can use them to amplify your attack or your armor class or your saving throw sometimes. All right. But your insight roll was not very good. Um, you rolled a 14. You gonna, feel the electricity connecting with something, but not solidly. Okay, so I'm going to sacrifice two hit die then. Okay. All right, pump, so scratch pump, off two. Pump it to 16. Yep, and you hit her. Okay. All right. So I hit her on the first attack. Yep. Can, do you want me to roll for the second attack, or do you want me to roll for damage first? Uh, you can roll for the second attack. Second okay. attack. Disadvantage again? Yep. She's, she's dodging and weaving now. She's trying to get out of the way. 
That's it's a 12. Ooh. Ouch, that's that tickled. That's 12. Yeah, no, you're not going to hit that one. Alright, so for my one that hit, I've got. I'm feeling very torn. Nine. Oh, wait, so, so that's six plus five, which is 11, and three plus five. So that's 19 points of lightning damage altogether. One hit, 19 points of damage. Alright, it tickles. Um, it's good 19. that you did the hit dicing because she goes, Ay! <laughs> Is that how we get? As electricity Ay! flows through her body and she's weary now from your second hit. You're going like this, basically, yep. Yep. looking for something to grab and the first just barely connected. It actually almost didn't connect. It was a glancing, it was like a glancing, yeah. I'm just far enough away. Yep. Shock of electricity transferred from my hand to her body. Okay. And that's when she was, uh, and she Got it further away after that. Okay. And she's like, oh, you have Spunk Gnome. All right. My tree. Can um, Torag go on my, on my turn, Torag? If you, if you yell him to do something. Yeah, so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yell at Torag then. So okay. Like, what are you telling your Torag, I need a hand. Stab her in the neck. Yeah, so he actually has an attack. It's not much, but he has one. Stand by, stand by, stand by. Let's see what his distance is, if he can get there. His... His speed is 30 to fly. Can he get there? That uh, looks like he should be able to. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah. Three, you think? Yeah, don't. Yeah, you can go no, you diagonals. diagonals. Yeah, you can do diagonals. Okay. Good. Okay. So he's going he's gonna to try to. <sighs> he's got a force strike. He's got a force strike. All right, and he's looking. Yeah. <sighs> he's got her back is to him, so yep. she doesn't have to All worry right. about him. Yeah. So. Does he get a disadvantage? Or no, you can see. Oh, what the heck? For real. So 9 plus 8, 17. 17 hits. Yay, Tarek! He destroyed Garyon before. I'm going to mess up with Medusa. Yeah, so yeah. he gets 4 plus 2, 7 points of damage, man. He just comes in and eats some snakes. He's helping He's like chewing on the snakes. He's like, Dying. All right, so yep, he flies in, and yep, you hear him because you can't see. You hear it, and you, she she goes, ah, what, what is this contraption? Do you want him to try to get in her hair? Yeah, I want him. Yeah. All right, so because he didn't like grapple for his action, okay. Give me a um, athletic check with disadvantage. Athletics. We'll have we'll have him just kind of okay. fly in her hair. Fly in her hair. <laughs> He's got a negative three. All right, let's see what he gets. No, he didn't. He's That's not, a zero. It's a hot right. zero. So the, the snakes, snakes are... Like, yeah, the snakes are... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to roll. He's like sizing up at the snakes. All right. All right, Maitri. Okay. You hear some screaming from over here, and you just hear some screaming from over there. So my question is, this wall, it's ruined, so are there any lower parts where I can see? Or is it just a straight big wall? Straight big walls. So everything else is walls. blown up except this one solid wall that I'm... Oh, all these walls are 10-foot walls. It's all debris, and I mean, I can't show unless I it's, put So there's up nowhere there. I can sneak through. No, but I mean, you're already on top of the wall right here. You can climb over the rest of the wall and jump okay. over. Alright. So, do that. Alright, you're already at the top of the wall. So all you gotta do is climb down to, jump onto the other over. side. Okay. So that's what you see. You see her prone with him, this monster stomping on her. So, this is the first time I've used this. And. Give me a perception check. Twenty-four. So you can see her too, from where you're at, right through here. 
Just barely. She's about to die, and Tolrag is helping her. Well, you see her going like this with her sword covered in blood, and you you can't see uh, Maeve, but you can Are see you her. Gonna, like, this is like no, I'm just explaining conflict. to you what you what you're seeing. Two sisters dying. <laughs> so I am going to. So this, I was just going to ask. I want to cast sanctuary over her. Is that like a dome? Sanctuary! Please give us sanctuary! Give me some. So anybody who wants to attack or target must first make a save. Alright, so duration. It's a casting time of one bonus action. So you can still cast a cantrip as a main action after attacks if you want. You ward a creature within range. So it spans any creature who targets a warrior creature with an attack or harmful spell must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So you're going to cast Sanctuary on her. Yes. So now you're concentrating on Sanctuary. Yes. Okay. Okay. One chalk up spell slot. Yep. And then I am going to... You can move, you can still attack if you want, or you can cast a cantrip. I'm going to use my cleric special ability to save, or to heal my disciple of life. I'm going to channel divinity to preserve. I can heal any creature within 30 feet of me up to their up to half their maximum hit points. You're going to move about five feet closer then. Also for Sanctuary. All right. So I'm going to heal her um, up to half of her maximum hit points. Okay, what's your, what's your max? Max 58. So you can heal up to 29 hit points. But what's the total you can heal? Five times your level? Okay, so you can heal one more hit point. Okay. So what do I got? To here? Somebody. 29. 29. 29. Okay. Max is 30. So you have one the more hit point. Half, that's not how many you heal, right? Yeah. Like that's how up many to half. Heals. Yep. Oh, that you heal. Okay. Got yep. it. Because I'm within range of her. And yep. I want to, so I'm healing her. She's got sanctuary. Now I'm going to run towards you. So she gave me. Okay. So now I'm back to. And I, can, I still have movements, right? Yep. So I can run that way. Yep, go ahead. So. You got 25 feet left. 15, 20, 25. Okay. Why does that keep flashing? Because it's resetting. It's on a one minute thing. Yep. All right. So my tree is concentrating on sanctuary. Thank you so much. All right. And now it's your turn. You are prone. Yeah. It spends half your movement to stand up. But don't forget you have sanctuary. All right. All right. So I'm standing up and then... Do I, that's half my movement. That's fine. I just need to light the sword on fire because I need to stab it in the Okay, so you got both weapons out, so now you can use a bonus action to focus on this and yeah. pop the pound on the panel. You're not going to be able to attack with your offhand, but now you have a flaming sword in this gotcha. hand. That's fine. All right, so you hit the bottom like a yeah, lighter. I'm coming, right. All right, your sword's on fire now. Right. Okay, so go ahead and roll attack. Twelve misses. So he instinctively starts kind of moving away a little bit from the flame. You may not like the flames too much. Mm. So that first hit missed. 
So roll to attack your second time. What the? 13. Same thing. You're, you're doing I'm a Jeff Goldblum with a T-Rex right now. I'm just a little dazed. Man. That's what happened. Man, freeze! <laughs> All right. All right, so you miss both attacks. All right, you're done. All right. I was like, what is that noise? That's two rag. Doing Morse code. All right, my turn with both creatures. So this thing, not knowing any better, again, is going to turn on you. Go ahead and get an opportunity attack, attack Alessandra. Her. Yep. Attack first. That's her. Yep. Roll to attack. All right, this time it moves its rump out of the way, so your sword goes whoosh, right by it. He, he caught on to you last time. He's like, you hit me a couple good times before. Not this time. <laughs> and he moves back, and he, he sees you over there, but he's, really he's intent on her. On me. Yeah. But he, she has sanctuary. Yep, and he goes, and, he's, and he looks at you for a second, and here's the wisdom saving throw. What's your DC? Me? No, hers. My DC is 16. Okay. He looks. And he just keeps on pulling the ground. Give me a stealth check. So he, he noticed you, but didn't care enough to remember that you were there. Otherwise, he would have turned around and charged you. Mm -hmm. So he's oblivious right now to you, because they're only seven perception. So he's, he doesn't even realize he ran by. He's, he's a bull, so he's not he super smart. All right, so that was his turn. All right, her turn. She is standing over Maeve, and again, she has advantage with her sword attacks. Now, if Turag had done the, not help action, help action? Yeah, he could do the help action. What's that? Gives an ally within five feet advantage on the next attack roll. That's nowhere on the paperwork for Turag. Look at yours, look at your paperwork. The very, very last page that came up printed out with the very last page. All the options that you can do. Well, that, that was right there. Yeah. So, God, escape. Help. Give an ally advantage, a next ability check, or attack roll over some form than five feet. So, if he can do all the stuff that you can do, just keep that in mind. Um, but she's going to turn. Oops. And she's going to look at Torag. No. She's going to whack him away right. and turn. And try to focus on what this thing is that's attacking her because she doesn't care so much about you. Because you, she knows that you are aware of who she is and that you're being, keeping her eye averted. So she's like, she's feeling fairly confident. And she turns around and you hear her saying, what is this stupid contraption? So go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw for two rag. From stone. <laughs> I'll mend you from stones. Let's see. Uh, what is it? 
Constitution? Constitution. Oh, six. Total? Yeah. All right. You hear this... And you hear it... Kind of fall to the ground. And she goes, Stupid oh, machine. Kitty, you fucking evil bitch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that didn't take any action on her part just to turn around. It's not an action for her to use her gaze. So she turns back around and she's going to try to hit you with a short sword and, and snaky face again. Snaky face. All right. So you got lucky there. You got really lucky there. So lucky. All right. Some more. Some poison now. Oh. Alright, that one hit. Alright. So, poison. So I'll do uh, absorb elements at the first level this time. Okay, go ahead. Roll. Uh, well, let's see. Six. So, you're going to take... Six, I rolled a six. Alright, so you're going to take five piercing damage from the hair. And you're gonna take five, ten, ten poison damage total from the poison. So that's after the six is already off of it. Mm-hmm. After after what? the six is already gone. Yeah. Yep. So I get fifteen points of damage. Um. No, hold on. Sorry. So you said five. Sorry, Ricky's five distracting piercing, me. Five piercing and ten poison. You said. Five piercing. And ten poison. And ten poison. So minus ten minus what'd you roll? Six for the yeah. poison? Yeah. So whatever ten minus six is. Four. So I get nine Four. points of damage. Thank God now I'm still up. Otherwise I wouldn't be up. Dice jail. Dice jail, I like that one too. Yeah, I can print those. Yeah, I can print that. Alright. So that is that guy, that guy. Alright, Maeve, you're up. Alright, I can't believe I didn't do this last time. Thunder wave. Bitch. Thunder. <laughs> Second level. Do, 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 do. Alright. 2d8 plus 1d8. So what's your DC? Um, oh, what is it? Uh, dexterity? Burp, 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 burp. DC is 16. And it is... It doesn't say what the save is. Save. Oh, constitution save. Oh, good. Constitution save. Okay. Go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, 3d8. Uh, 8. And 311. Is that it? 11? 11. Alright. Did she save? No. So she gets pushed 10 feet away too. Okay. <sighs> Alright, you can sense her getting pushed back on her butt. Ten feet away. Yep. Oh, you got some movement. Alright, so I got some distance there. That's good. Alright, that was my thunder wave. That's my yep. second second level spell. I am toasty. That's it. You got some movement. Oh, you yeah. You want to turn around and... Fuck yeah! <laughs> Run away! Don't go too far away from me. Uh, ooh, okay. I'm Give gonna... me a perception check. Perception. With disadvantage. Because you're not looking in her direction. Let's see if you see... So four plus perception... Nine. Uh, what would what? What's your stealth check? I know that they were back there. Stealth check? Do I have to do one? 
No, I was trying to remember what your stealth check was when you were running 20. this way. So you're not exactly sure she's creeping this way. Yeah. You know they're over there. I know they're over there. I'm just going to so. run this way. I'm just gonna All right, so you got some way. debris right here in front of you. Yeah, so I'm going to run around this way. So, okay. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, 30 feet. Okay. And you're looking that way? Yeah. Running? Yep. Run! Okay. I'll come back here later. All right, so that was Maeve. Maitri, you see her run across, and you see the Medusa get knocked back behind that wall right there. Okay, I'm going to... You know what? We can pause it now. It's on your turn. You're at the top of the turn, right? Okay. Okay. It's because it's 630. All right. Let me pause this, and we'll be right back after these messages. And we're back. All right. So... <clears throat> You are going to be... Where would you like to be, sir? Um, I think I would come in somewhere. Maybe range. be on a top of a building yes. somewhere? Yeah, I think I would... Oh, don't fall. Oh, no. Kill him. Um, I think I would be, like, right there or something. All right. With a nice wide range. Yep. Is this still my turn? All right. No, it's his turn. Oh. So... Yep, so you rolled a 23. So, go uh, ahead and... You are a visitor, so they're on a floating city called Laputa. It's this giant upside-down mountain that floats and flies around. That's their base of operations. Okay. And they've just come back, and they were locking this magical dagger, this, its cursed dagger, and they locked it in this treasury while these bad medusas broke in and started destroying the treasury and stole the dagger. They're going to find that out in a minute, but they're pretty sure that's what happened. And one Medusa is left, and one Gorgon is left. So, you were visiting this floating city that everybody's been talking about, and they think it's so cool, and you came to visit, because you're like, hey, maybe I can hang out with these really cool heroes and adventurers, and you saw the attack. Like, a hundred Medusas broke into the city, and it started turning the people to stone. And you're like, I'm a gnome, I'm going to hide. So you hid because you're gnome and it's really easy for you to hide. And now we think everything's kind of calming down a little bit when you start hearing these young ladies start screaming like they were getting attacked. And you're like, I can't let young ladies get turned into stone. So you crawl out of wherever you're at with your big old rifle and you climb up to the top of this thing and you look over and you see this young gnome running towards you right here. You can just barely make out a half-off running over there. And from where we're at, you can just barely make out, she's like a blood elf. She's got dark skin. She's like Native American. And she's way the heck over there. This is what everybody looks like. And these are their names up here, if you can like see them. Purpley. Yep, their names are up there still. Okay. So, the Medusa right now um, is kind of facing you, but not. So, but she's pretty far away, so. Okay. In the box, yep. Uh, so just use your musket. Uh, uh, can I hit her from forty feet away? Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna shoot her. All right, shoot away, sir. And actually, you have advantage because you are surprising them. Does okay. he even need it? What did you just roll? I just rolled a t uh, fifteen plus nine, which is twenty-four. Or, I, I'm just rolling again to make sure See I... See if you get a crit. Yep. Nope. So Alright, good enough. 25. Alright, 25 hits. Yeah. Uh, so you guys suddenly hear this... 
echoed across the, 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 temp, the temple area here, right over Maeve's head. And Maeve instinctively ducks like, uh, and then she looks up and she sees this man of a gnome <laughs> standing on the edge of the building with his big old gun. He looks down at her and he gives her a nod like that and he puts back up. Um, <laughs> uh, check out that contraption. <laughs> Uh, 12 points of damage. 12 points of damage. So she's up to 45 points of damage. Nice. Alright, is that one shot? Do you get to shoot again? Um, no, because I have a reloading limit, so... Okay, is it reloading for a bonus action, or is it an action? Uh, I think... We're gonna say bonus action. Okay. Yeah, now I'm gonna use my bonus action to... Alright. And fire. Alright, shoot again. You don't have advantage on this one. Alrighty. 22. 22 hits. Yeah. You guys see him? Turns back up to his shoulder again. And for a gnome, for a gnome, you're like, oh, 14 points of damage. Nice. Nice. So up to 59 damage. And for a gnome, you're like, man, how is he able to hit to get that recoil into his shoulder? He's such a little guy. But you see this gun is like a custom made gun. And it's got a bump stock. So. <laughs> So all the recoil, just, he just kind of goes, barely moves him. But the whole gun, the whole entire front of the gun goes like that as it shoots. That's cool. It's a big gun. All right, you're at the top of the corner of this building. Do you want to stay there or do you want to go somewhere else? You got 25 feet of movement. I think I'm going to stay there. Yeah. So you know, you, you got to see the Medusas and what they did. And you saw from far away the Medusas couldn't turn people to stone. But as they got closer, let's say within 30 feet, they started turning people to stone. So you're 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35 feet away from her. So all she's got to do is move 5 feet towards you. And if you're still looking at her, she might turn you to stone. Do you want to relocate and hide somewhere? Or come around the circle? Because you see this big old thing over here, too. And I can help move you if you need to. The rest um, of the trouble? Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna kind of like uh, safety roll down. I'm gonna move. safety roll slash gnome flip. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna try and move uh, as far as I can, but I'm right. gonna still be turned away. To, okay. To make, but so you're running this way with your pistol. Or with your musket? Yeah. And you gotta use a bonus action again to reload. Yeah, but okay. I, I don't have my bonus. Yep, so you're done for now. Uh, As you come around the corner right here, you can just barely make out the top of this thing because there's rubble right here. Okay. So you can just see that thing, but that is your turn. Good job. You're pretty sure he's on your team. My tree? That looks really impressive. You saw you came around the corner just barely as you come around the corner right here, you saw this gnome just blasting away and does a Backward flip off the edge of this thing. And I'm and like, Woo! <laughs> All right. You All right. cannot see the Medusa from where you're no, at. No, but I'm running towards Maeve, like, okay. as close as I can get. Well, let's see. I know what I'm doing. I just gotta look at my range. Okay. Um, the channel divinity. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So you're gonna move at least five more feet. Yeah. And then I'm gonna do the same channel divinity on her. So you can do 20 hit points for her. 
So you're going to do that? It's going to waste the rest of it, right? The 10 hit points. That's your two channel divinity per day, okay. or per short rest. So, All right, so you get healed 20 hit points, Maeve. Is that going to help you? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, God. 20 yeah, hit sure. points? Are you kidding me? I'm at four. All right, and I have extra. Now you're oh, at my 24. Tree, that feels amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> but look out! She's right behind me. So I only moved one, so now yep. I'm going to get out of the... I'm go. Okay, you can climb over some walls. There's a cut right here that leads in deeper into here. Okay, it's up to go, you, wherever you want to go. I'm going to go, because there's a wall at, like, blocking Medusa, right? If I go in there. You're pretty sure. She's over here somewhere. Yeah, okay. there's a wall right here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay. Oh, I'm really close Ooh. to this guy. Yeah, and I oh. need to... Well, you're inside. You're on the okay. other side of the wall now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's my tree, and she's still concentrating on Sanctuary. Alessandra, you've got Sanctuary, and it's your turn. I'm going to use the Javelin of Lightning. Okay. okay. Javelin of Lightning. So go ahead and roll to attack to hit him. That's your D6. <laughs> nope, that's your D6, darling. you got to roll D20. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. <laughs> no, nope, you got two D20s right there. Okay. D20s. Oh. Damn it, I couldn't see. You know I can't see. Yeah, she gave me that glasses on. Ooh. There you go. That's much All right. <laughs> so, what are you doing with your swords? You have two swords in your hands. I'm putting one away. All right. We can only draw one thing out at a time. So you can just drop the sword if you want. Transition. Javelin out. Yeah. Aim. Throw. Right. Sound good? Yeah. So your other short sword's on the ground next to you. I like it on the ground. It's all right. Well, I'm sure it won't stay there for long. Yep. Alright, so here's your one sword on the ground next to you. Attached to your arm. Blooded up. Yep, all bloody. So you drop the sword, transition, javelin out, aim, throw it, hits him right in the chest. Alright? So you hit him, so you do the javelin damage, and now it's a javelin of lightning. Yes. So now, is it written down exactly what a javelin of lightning does? You didn't give me that those specs on that. Alright, so anytime you guys can Google. Your weapons. And what I'll do from now on is actually print out a little thing that has descriptions of what each item does. Alright. When you hurl it, speak its command words, it transforms into a bolt of lightning from a line 5 feet wide that extends out from you to a target within 120 feet. Nice. Each creature in the line, excluding you and the target, must make a DC 13 deck save taking 4d6 lightning damage on a failed save. The lightning bolt turns back into a javelin when it reaches the target. On a hit, the target takes damage from the javelin plus 4d6 lightning. Mm. You can use it once per day. Once per long rest. Once yeah, per day? <clears throat> That's okay. Just kill him. Well, if you have a line of people 150 yeah, feet long, though, and you're like, I'm going to hit that guy in the very back, everyone along the 150-foot line gets That's hit by lightning. Nice. All right, so go ahead and roll your standard damage, which is uh, 1d6 for the javelin, and then 4d6 for the lightning. So 5d6 damage. Yeah. Is that five? Look at this kid. Look at that. Yeah, it's just not. That's fine. 
Oh, are we showing off dice? I guess I'll I won't, I'll leave mine inside. You want him to do the math for you? Yes. <laughs> like that. Smart. I'm gonna leave him like permanent. It's okay. Just like do math. All right. So forty damage to the to this monster so far. All right. So that's your first attack. Okay. So that's a javelin out of your hand now, and he's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet away. So you can always run up to him and hit with your flaming sword if you want. Yes. Now that he's down. All right, your sword is on the ground right there, though, okay? Yeah. 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, now I'm stabbing him. Yeah, talking about critical roles, she's a blood hunter. So, all right, go ahead. I light my hand on fire, or light my sword on, sword on fire with my hand, and then I already have another one that's already, I could just do a bonus action so it's already lit on fire. So, so you still have a bonus action right now if you wanted to enchant your sword. She's got a flame tongue short sword. Yeah. And you can do the blood flame if yeah. you want to do that too. Yes, so I want to do that. All right, so take that, take a D4 damage to yourself. Yeah. And don't forget, you have special abilities too. Like you can mark him as whatever. <laughs> don't forget your cate not catechisms, whatever they're called. Your the things that blood hunters can do. Sorry, Matt Mercer, if you're listening to us. <laughs> Somebody giggled. Like, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> You never know, one day. You never know. Do the math. All right, four damage. Four damage. Just, so, no, four. Four and then just no, four. No, just a four. That's you take four damage to yourself. Yeah, yeah, right. And then I'm not doing anything. That's it. Okay. Now you're going to roll to attack in a second, but yes. do four damage to yourself first. So now your short sword does 1d6 just for the short sword, 1d6 right. for the fire, and now 1d4 for your enhanced fire. So lots of dice. So not well, first attack now. So roll to attack. Right. All right. Twenty-two hits. So. Careful, it's dangerous. Two d six and a d four. There you go. Ten. Ten. All right. So he's up to fifty damage. So you swipe across. So it's it's blinded from the lightning. Just getting hit. As a javelin sticks in its shoulder for a second, and it kind of and it falls down to the ground, and it's kind of momentarily stunned from the lightning shock in its shoulder as you come charging into it, Pah! hit it right on top of the head with your flaming sword as you're, okay, all right. So that's Alessandra. It's not dead. No. Nope. It's not dead. <laughs> not dead. Um, all right. So now it's the creature's turns. Oh. Don't forget sanctuary. Yep. So, once again, this thing does not like you. I know. You get an opportunity attack, because he's going to try to do the same thing he did before. 10, 15, 20. So, go ahead and opportunity attack. 10. Right. Nope, that misses. And now he's going to try to charge you. And once again, give me a stealth check, uh, Maitri. Why? I'm hiding behind the wall, you said. That was yeah, cool. but he ran right by you. I was Let's see if he sees you. Six. Okay. So, I'm going to see because what Sanctuary does is I have to do a wisdom saving throw to not attack you. If I can't attack you, then either I don't do nothing or I find someone else to attack. So he sees you. Kind of. He really wants to hit her, but he sees you. 
So let's see if he would have saved his wisdom savings. What's your DC? 16. That's a wisdom save? Mm -hmm. All right. He rolled bad. He sees you. He looks over at you and he... Like he can't attack her. He knows it now. Even though he's a dumb bull. And he sees you. And he does not have enough room to charge fully to hit you. So all he does is... Come around the corner here. And he is going to try just to gore you. All right, armor class is? 17. 17. He is able to gore you. Ouch. And he's got some big spiky horns. Big spiky horns that do 19 damage. Ouch. Have you been hit yet? No, he, he just, all he does is. I have, is, I have um, temporary hit points from you guys. That's good. So, really good. so 19. So he's got these big old horns, and all he does is lean into you and just just start thrashing about. All right. So that's its turn. And you hear Medusa in the back. Oh, come now, little gnome. Don't don't be so coy. Is that a friend of yours shooting me from afar? I don't enjoy being shot. Well, you're gonna have to get used to it. Yes. <laughs> Get That's right, whoever it. you are. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... She's cheering as she just got gouged by horns. <laughs> you hear the telltale, telltale, sign, or telltale sound of a... Of a bow, of a bow being drawn. Okay. Okay. Armor class is 19. All right. Right in your shoulder. All right. Right in your shoulder. The first one hits you right in your shoulder. And the second one, you're like, oh, I know another one's coming. So you kind of do a roll. Okay. And sure enough, right over your head. Oh. Babe. All right. Um, this is going to have a little bit of poison. Mm. I have a poison kit. And I also have a greater restoration. So it's your call what you want to do well, for the poison. The poison. Poisson. La poisson, la poisson. I will absorb the poisson. All right. <laughs> Absorb elements. It's a first level spell. Awesome. Reaction. Yep, it is a reaction. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> I only absorb two of those. Alright, okay. so you will take, I'll subtract the two already. Okay. So you take 12 points of damage total. 12 total. Thank oh. you. Thank you, my tree, for I wouldn't be here. So that is the last place you saw her. I'm not going to move her because none of you guys are actually physically looking right now. Okay. Okay. Ooh, he's concentrating on me. You're going to get to step right. All right. Oh. Maeve, you're up. All right. So, Maeve, oh, knowing, knowing that this guy had to be looking at her to shoot her, can I, with a 20 intelligence, can I do some mental math and go, wait a second, maybe you just have to be far away to be able to look? Automatically, you're like, yeah, he was about 32.4 feet away. Is this a stepped increase on this wall? It looks like it from where you're at, yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Don't turn around. She's super close to you. Is that a step back down, or you think that's still up there? That's a bunch of rubble. You can jump down there, though. Okay. I want to be... I want to be far away, but still have some visual range. I'll be able to look at her if I turn around. So that would be, wait, 
what did I do? One, two, one, two, three, four, five. Is this that's my that's my full thirty? Yeah. Yep. You can dash. Well, well I want to be able to shoot though. So I turn around and I look. All right, she has moved to right there, but I think that's still 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yep. Yes. Okay. Oh, good. All right, two lightning good. launchers then from my arm. All right. Straight you see her, and where, where she's at, she's casually walking, re-knocking, and she's just like, I've got all day long. And she's just, she's not even moving fast. She's like, I'm just going to pick you off from here. And, this is, and then she looks at you and... She kind of does this number. She's re-knocking a bow, her bow, and she sees you charging up your arm, and she goes, She's also being cautious because she knows he's around somewhere, yeah. and she might have to take a reaction to jump out of the way. All right, so two. Um, I'm just going to roll them both at the same time. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Shite. One seventeen and one is, that's only a 12. All right, so. 17 definitely hits. Okay. Actually, it's a 17 plus 8, actually, so it's 25. Yep. Oh, All right, and then this is going to be 2d6. Okay. Um, plus 10. Get him! Get him! Uh, 4 plus 10 is 14. 14 All right. points of damage. So this is 73. All right. And then I turn back around. Well, I'm going, I'm, if she gets any closer, I'm, I'm going to avert my eyes this way, so... I'm okay. gonna try to keep moving that way for my next turn. All right, you see this thing turn in the to yep. my tree over there. Yep. All right. So yep, your arm your arm sparks up and this bolt of lightning comes shooting out of it and hits her right in the shoulder as she's knocking her bow. Mm-hmm. And she gets blasted back and she kind of looks over at you and all of her snakes like focus on you like you'll pay for that gnome. Nice. All right. Next round. You're up, sir. Okay. Uh. I'm just going to, uh... Well, where are you at right now? So you can't so, see anything. So I'm going to... you got a wall right here. You can climb up if you want. I'm going to climb up the wall. All right. Spin around, and I'm going to, as my bonus action... All right. So load. go and ahead. you got your, your rifle in your hand. Go ahead and give me an acrobatics check to climb up the wall. Acrobatics. Yep, because so you're climbing up on the outside of the wall. Natural one. That's okay. That's how it rolls for me, buddy. All right. So you've got your gun in your hand, and you're you're trying to climb up one hand, and you're like, "Ah, I can't. I don't want to let go of my gun. You want to borrow this one? All right. So you can't get up there right away. So you kind of fall back down onto your butt right here. But you see right here, Pierce, there's an entrance into this tunnel, and you saw that big old boy coming in this way before. Okay. So you can run around this way if you want right here. Yeah, I'm gonna go in there, uh, see her, see her get gored, and then I'm gonna shoot that guy straight in the eye. All right, go for yeah. it. Ooh. That's a very bouncy dice. Oh, look, 19 plus <laughs> no. That's a hit. Yeah, that's nice. 28. Okay. They're bouncy, but now as a gunslinger, let me ask you, as you roll your damage, do you remember anything else from your class that you can apply to your like trick shots and stuff, or? Oh yeah, uh, I can do a forceful shot. Okay. Or Oh, I can do... It's not on there, no, I don't think. Okay. okay, well... Force shot? I can also do, like, a violent shot, which gets me an extra... I can roll an extra dice of the attack's damage. Yeah. So I can roll an extra d12, basically. All right. Go ahead and do that if you so want. So I'll spend a grip point, and since my wisdom is plus one, 
Anything else? Does, uh, this is all damage? Yeah, this is... That's all the damage. All right. uh, I don't have anything else I can do. I mean, I have one more attack, but... Yeah, but you got to reload. Yeah. Do you want to use your action to reload instead of attacking since you can't use the bonus action again? Huh? The second attack? So you have two attacks, right? Yeah. So if you want, you normally need a bonus action to reload... But you've already used your bonus action. So I would say if you want, you can use your second attack action to yeah. reload. Okay. I'll okay? do that. All right. Yeah. All right. So now next turn, you can shoot twice because you can use your bonus action yeah. between. Yeah, yeah. All right. And then you've got about five more feet of movement. Do you want to stay there or move? Uh, so I see where the Medusa is at now, right? You don't, though. You have the wall right here. Oh, okay. She's on top of the wall above you, and you can't see in that direction. You can see him. Hey, stay low, cause she'll turn you into stone. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay low, and I'm gonna like go over there, so okay. that I can try to hide behind the rubble. Okay. Hey, thanks, friend. Yeah. All right. Thank you. <coughs> My tree, you got this big old boy Hi, behind you. Oh, oh, what's up? I have something called action surge. You do. So. You're a fighter. I, I can. Uh, you have no whole other action if you want. I have a whole other action, so. So you've already reloaded as one, so you don't get an extra bonus action with your action. I know, but... So you get to I'm... shoot one more time if you want, and then reload one more time. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. All right. shoot one more time at that guy. Okay. Go ahead and roll the bouncy dice if you want. Yeah. You're super bouncy. 18 plus Whoa. 27. 27 hits. Are you using any more grit points? Uh, not right now. Okay. I want to save them. I'm okay. gonna do one on that guy and one on that guy, and I've already spent my one on that guy. Okay. It's gonna be for, uh, nine. Nine more damage. Seventy-seven points of damage so far. You hit it right in its forehead. And eye. He said eye. Remember? Yeah, I said the eye yep. for the first one. He's Second aiming for its eye. Oh. He's aiming for its eye. Hit it right in the forehead, and as he's trying to gnaw you with his horns, right in his head, and it kind of it kind of shakes and blinks one of its eyes really hard. <laughs> And then it looks up past my tree and sees him oh God, just as he shoots it again and right in the snout. Reloads, right? Yep. Yeah. And then he ducks away behind here. Wow. All right. So this thing is shaking its head. And all it sees now is you again, like bloodshot eyes. You're right in front of him again. All right. So that was you. You're going to do a what? All right. And it's going to so, be a level two. So oh, yes. normally it's a ranged attack. I know, but I'm going to... To throw it with somebody in melee with you, you have disadvantage in a roll. Now... You would think it would be advantage. Right in his mouth. That's what I give you the option of. You can physically attack him by smacking the thing in the face with this, but there's a chance you might take some of the damage because you're taking this ball and smashing it on its head or putting it in its mouth as it erupts. 
So your hand will be on it. I'll take as cold it, damage. All right, so you got to roll to attack. Knock off a spell slot. You wind up like this, and this thing again is huge. Look at the size of this thing. And you've been getting mauled by these horns. You're you're ducking and weaving. You're like, oh my god, oh I can't get it in its face, and uh, and it just it just thunk, falls on the ground and shatters on the ground. That's a waste. Okay, you stand there. Uh, I can't run away or else I get an opportunity attack, right? Hear him. How's him saying, yeah? I'm <laughs> like, nice bowl. Bonus actions, anything? Nothing? Um, I'm going to... You might be okay. Alessandra's coming up on his flank. Gonna mess him up. What'd you say? Uh, spiritual weapon. You is that a bonus action? Yeah, it's a bonus action. It so. is. This kind of but did you, did you have it memorized for today? Did you pray yeah, for it? Yeah, I spiritual weapon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let, let him play the game for you. Uh, Spiritual weapon. I have one sitting right here, right for you. Right. You need it. Yes. I'm gonna peel the many things with the one hundred, though. Ah! So, unfortunately, I just can't. But you're like a walking D and D encyclopedia. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Spiritual weapon. Spiritual weapon, please. Okay. And Where do you want it? Always prepared because it's one of my stars. Okay. Good. Where do you want it? Um, I want it going right into his forehead. Okay. So right next to you. Yes. And that would be just a weapon attack. Yep. Um, like an axe or a maze, like my maze. You summon whatever kind of weapon it is. I want to summon an axe. Okay, it's an axe. It appears right next to you. This glowing radiant axe floats in space next to you. I have to hit. Now you're rolling to attack. Yep. Nope. Okay, because I'm sure you don't have your back to him anymore. So you're turning and you're trying to do this chromatic orb thing and then you're like, oh God. Please, whatever deity I worship, whoever it is, I can't remember your name right now, but please just help me. And as you say that, you're gripping your, your holy item, and this golden axe appears next to you. But you're like, oh, thank you, whoever you are. Now, and then it goes, now hit him. And it, and it kind of just stands there and goes, Dink. and nothing happens. So you need to give me Thanks, some more faith. Ken. We tried. More faith. To your deity. I have the same problem. It's still floating there. I have the same problem as what's her name. It's still floating there. I need there. to go to like it's, it's commune with my deities. Yep. Who's that? Who's that? Who? Which gnome is that that needs to go commune, commune with her deities from Critical Role? I don't think he can watch. Uh, it's uh, Pike. 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 You need to atone and atone and, and atone for your devilish, sinful ways. I hang out with this group. Yep, a bunch yeah. of naughty girls. Yeah. All right, so that was Maitri, Alessandra. I'm going to come up, and uh, since he's focusing on her, I'm going to stab him. All right, go ahead and stab away. Stab, stab. So you don't have your offhand anymore right now, so you just right. got your sword. Right. The javelin is on the ground. You don't need to worry about the javelin right now because you can only okay. use it once per day. Yeah, okay. And i hit him twice with your swords. 24. 24. 
Okay, that's a hit. Go ahead and roll two d6 and a d4. Remember, your sword's on fire, and it's got your radiant fire now on it. How much? Sixteen. So ninety-three. So you come up along its side with what well, it's not looking. He's the only boy allowed to play in our <laughs> Accepted. Especially because of the map. <laughs> as long as you sit next to Alessandra. Yes, because So you come up and as he's distracted, you take your hand your sword to both hands, and though it's a short sword, you just Right, and it goes, and it, it starts flaming and searing the wound at the same time. You oh, yes. yank it out. Yes. Go ahead and attack again. Thank you. He's still standing. He's not dead. He's no, I know, but he'll be mad at her. What he said. 17? All right. So it turns on you just as you're about to hit it again, and it deflects your sword with one of its horns. And ching, kind of knocks it away. Did it miss? Yeah, 17 missed. Whoa. I don't, what do I, what do I, what do I, How? I'm really Give glad. me an insight check if you want to pump in some hit, hit dice. Yeah. What? Oh. <laughs> Seven. You're like, I don't know what this armor class of this thing is. You can, it's probably like a 20. You you might, yeah, it's up to you. If you you'd have to put out at least like four hit dice to hit the same if you want. No. Or not. Okay. All right, so Maybe he ping, he knocks it away, and he's turning on you like this now. Yes. So he sees both of you. All right, and now it's their turn. It's this thing's turn. Okay. So this thing finally moves back. Okay. You guys both get opportunity attacks. Go ahead. Both you guys get your opportunity attacks. Eighteen does not hit. You can use hit dice if you want. Seventeen. Seventeen does not hit. You can use a couple hit dice if you want. Um. Okay. I guess we have like no choice. The hit dice is the D8, right? Yep. Just scratch it off. No, you don't roll hit dice. Oh. You just subtract one from your total hit dice okay, pool. Okay, and then I try and attack again. No, you hit him. I hit him. Okay. Yeah. okay. You subtract. How many did you subtract? You said one. One. And what'd you roll? I a seventeen. Yes. So you had to subtract two. He's got an AC of nineteen. Okay. I'm gonna say, oh my god! Oh, I can't hit him. Okay, so what am I? I can hit him with whatever I want. What? I can hit him with whatever I want. Yeah. No. Melee. Attack. Oh, melee attack. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try and attack again. Okay. 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 Or your hand, whatever hand weapon you have in your hand. Well, what's the what's the rate of the axe, like the stats of the axe? It's whatever spiritual weapon says. It'll say I think it's okay. D8 maybe or D6 um, damage. One D8 plus one D8. Okay, one D8. So you do one D8, and Alessandra, you do two D6 plus and do a D4. Is it plus anything? No, uh, I don't know. Whatever it says on the spiritual weapon, one D8 okay. damage. Yep, whatever the damage is. Okay. Four. So Four. Is going to be so 15 damage. 98, 108. 
like a creepy wave when you do it. All right. All right. So it still starts backing away from you guys. It's not turning and running. It starts backing away. And you guys are like, ting! And you're like, Kah! and you hit it. And it just, and as it does it, you see this green smoke starting to come out of its nostrils. And it takes a deep breath. And it goes, and this green gas comes out. And it envelops both of you. All right. I need constitution saving throws from both of you. Well, both of you are restrained right now as your body starts to... And you start looking at your your hands and you see that you're starting to take on this grayish pall as you start to slowly freeze up. Alright, so both of you are restrained. <laughs> I'm just saying. Use it to save us. Alright, so you guys are both restrained. You're not petrified right now, but you're restrained and you feel your body starting to tighten up. Ugh. Meanwhile, you can't see her anymore. Yeah, you're not looking anymore, right? No, I'm not looking anymore. Okay. Do I see, from okay. my vantage point, do I see any of that happen over there? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. You don't hear anything or see anything else from before for a second ago. Maeve, it's your turn. All right. Look, I got to save my sisters. Yes. I got to go. All right. Well, from here, can I see him? Mm-hmm. Right on. He's going to get two lightnings up the butt then. Yes. Up the butt. Okay. All right. Up the butt. Lightnings up the butt. Two lightnings up the butt. Coming up. <laughs> That's a natural twenty. All right. So you stand there and you're looking and you're starting to get pissed off. You're like, <laughs> WTF. And now your sisters are. You can see them going. Yep. You're fighting something as this gas kind of, kind of starts to slowly fade away around them. You're like, oh no. And you're just like, and you point, and you aim, and the sparks start to come off, and your hair starts standing up on end. <laughs> as, as you aim. And you aim a little higher, a little lower, and then, like, your whole shoulder mm-hmm. dislocates for a second. <laughs> oh, man. And you're like, oh, uh, and you grab your shoulder like this. The whole top of his head blows <laughs> off. And it kind of looks for a second. It's got one horn broken, hey, no, and it kind of does this number. Is still alive. And it falls over. Okay, thank goodness. I was about to get my eyes. No, he's dead. That would be dead. All right. Nice. Second shot missed. <laughs> it took off nothing. Yep. So you oh. charge it all into one shot. Okay. All right. So he is down for the count. You still have movement. Yeah. You don't know where your other adversary is at. I am running this way, and I'm going to run past this guy. Hey, whoever you are, the lady who turns people into stones coming this way. Let's go. We've got to take cover. All right. So that was... Maeve, top of the round to the gunflinger, slinger, shooter, booger flinger. I fling 
Flowing throat. I'm done with this thing. Um, I see. Do I see that that goes? No, nope, you heard it though. You heard okay. this. Mm. Okay. Hey, he's still growling. He's dead. Okay. Oh, yeah. Just his guts coming out. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm going to run that way, and then I'm gonna turn around to try and. All right, which way? I'm sorry, buddy. Which uh, way? That way. This way? Yeah, as far as I can. There 25? we go. Uh, can I move like over? You got a column like right here. Over this way? that way? Yep. Can I see the Medusa? So give me a perception check. Okay, perception. Plus one. Dang it. Oh. Is that out of the box? No. Nope. Yep, no, it's still a good roll. Four. Nope, you don't see her. Oh. Okay, I'm going to hold my action Okay. until... I see her, and then... Well, wait, can I hold my bonus action as well so I can nope. fire reload fire? Nope. You're okay. ready in action. You're aiming. Okay, she, okay, she pops out. Okay. And if she pops up, bang! Yeah, you get to shoot one time. Up, I'm shooting her. You get to shoot one time if you shoot. If you yeah. shoot, comes up. Okay? Shooting her straight in the kneecap. No. Comes all right, so you got your gun up ready. All right? Good deal. Nice. My tree. I need... At the end of your next turn, I need another saving throw. So you got your turn, but you're still turning the stone slowly. Okay. So I can't even move? You are restrained, so no. Is it... Restrained? Uh, this is for you and Alessandra. Mm -hmm. Restrained. Your speed becomes zero and you don't benefit from any bonus of speed. Attacks against you have advantage and your attacks have disadvantage and you have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. So basically, we need to kill her, gut her. Is so it continued? Is it counted as a curse? It is counted as the petrified condition. Unless does lesser restoration remove the restrained condition? I don't think there, that's a way to do that. Is there any way for you to buff your own constitution? Because that's what this is. It's another constitution saving throw. The only thing I can think of is enhanceability. Bless. Yeah, bless will give you bonuses your saving throw. I'm blessing me and. Okay, uh, because you can't see the other two. Yeah. Alright, chalk off a spell slot. So you're losing, so you lose concentration on Sanctuary for her, which okay. is fine because combat's yeah. over with. And now you're having you're giving bless. So I need a constitution saving throw plus a d4. Not yet for you. Oh, yeah, actually, Alessandra, if you want, you can roll two. D20 and a D4, plus your constitution, constitution. modifier. Yep. So it's 16. Okay. We'll say it's a 9. It's a 9? Okay. Yep. So that's going to be 12. So, my treat. I please, Dee Dee, whose name I don't remember. <laughs> Bless us. Just me and Alessandra. I don't care about anybody else. <laughs> oh, God. Just me and her, please. And you look down at your hand, and it starts to turn gray, and you're like... And then it starts to loosen up some. And you're like, ah, Alessandra! <laughs> <laughs> Alessandra is turned to stone. But she looks good as a statue. <laughs> she is I mean, I'm sorry. petrified I'm cut this lady's head off. right now. <laughs> Yes. We'll probably, I'm guessing her blood might be able to undo that. Yeah. 
Yeah, All right. That's what I so think. Alessandra is petrified for now. Single tear comes down Maitri's eye. <gasps> no. Alyssa, I will See, avenge I you. Really, I get, I'm very sweet, but then when somebody hurts my sisters, I get very angry. All right. So it's on. So you are freed. So at the, that's at the end of your turn, so you don't have any movement right now. Yeah. So you're still right there, and you're no longer restrained. I'm just kicking his corpse. Cut, <laughs> stupid bull. All right. Okay, so that's I'm that. To you. All right, so that's that. All right, so my turn. So, go ahead and roll to attack. She creeps around the corner with her bow drawn and is ready to shoot. And just as you shoot at her first. Natural two and I think... Alright, give me that dice. <laughs> well, hold on. What's your bonus? Uh, plus nine, eleven. Yep, nope. So dice. she is just far enough. So you you jerk the trigger. That's what it's called. Jerking the... No, it's too big. Yeah. Those are really fine. bang and clunky. They're oh, fine. I, I think... I think my gun actually... Jams. On a one or two? On a, oh, yeah, on a, now that I'm thinking about it. And you gotta use an action to dislodge it? Now I gotta use an action to dislodge it. Alright, so you're watching, and she just, she kind of peeks her head around the corner, seeing if it's clear, and you, like, over-exaggerate. You're like, ah, there she is! <laughs> and it goes, chunk! And you're like, oh! Okay, so that was your reaction. So she comes out, she sees you, she's got her bow out, and she just kind of smiles as she starts stalking towards you. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Get it, lady. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay. So she's got her bow out. She starts shooting at you. What's your armor class? 19. It's a pretty good armor class. Good armor. No, don't smile. Not smiling. All right. So you got just enough cover from these trees right here. And it's right by you. And you're a little gnome. So you're like, oh. Right over your head. Both arrows miss. Good. Good. All right. So, Maeve, it's your turn. You see her, you hear that chink. Yep. And you look back and you see him going, oh, shoot. All right. So, to you. And then you see arrows flying that way. Yeah, to you. I'm just going to, before I deck my nugget up, I'm going to ask you real quick. How far away? Am I good to cut up? Huh? Am I good to get up? How far away is she? Give me an intelligence check. You're like, oh, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know. She's close, but she's getting closer. She's probably about, I don't know, 20 feet or 30, maybe. I'd... Just back up. Hey, <laughs> just come over here by me. All right, so I will take my movement. It looks like I might be able to. Here's hoping. Can I? This looks like something I can get up on top of here. Here. Um, you're gonna have to climb it though, not just step up. You're gonna have to do What's this? Can I get up? This was a pillar that fell. I'm just looking for a little uh, height. I'm just looking for a little height. Yeah, you can get up on that pillar. It's about a five foot pillar. All right. So I'm gonna hope, based on what he just said, that that's gonna be far enough. Okay. So I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna fire at her. All right, it's far enough. Okay. So two lightning. Oh, that definitely 17 plus 8 and 11 plus 8. Both hit. All right. So the first one. Oops, I did my die. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Oh, the water bottle So the first one, 11 and 
eight. Nineteen points for the first one. Alright, so ninety-two. And eleven for the next one. Ninety-three, so 103. That was thirty points. One hundred and three she's up to hundred and three hit points. Alright. All she right. gets she's this lower look big look on her eye as it's takes off pretty much parts of her snakes. Like she's like, oh like Snake goes off. She goes, going, ha -ha, I know you got hurt. And then gets hit in the leg one time. <laughs> she goes, right, you will pay for I'm that, gnome. She is. All right. Okay. Got a little bit of movement left. Yep. And so I'm going to... Is there cover back here? Or no? It's just trees. It's just trees. Okay, yep. so not cover. So I'm going to go... I'm going to go this way then. So how much more do I have? I, I think you got... Another 15 feet. I'm going to go that way, and I'm going to say, Hey, friend, you better get behind something, because you don't want her closing in. All right. Yeah, I'm not going to look. I'm not looking. not looking. All right. So it's your turn. Thanks. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. I hope that dice is good. I'm going to... Uh, you got to use an action to, to, fix your, to unjam your uh, weapon. Yeah, right. So that's my action. Yep. <laughs> Yep, you had, then, had a you had a large shell casing in there, so you got to. And that's. And it pops out. That's my. That's your action. You can yeah, move. That's, that's my action. I'm gonna. Move. Run as fast as I can. Uh, only 25 feet. Which way? Backwards or uh, that way? No, I'm gonna run that way. Okay. I'm gonna turn. 20, 25. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's no, nope, they're running there. together. I'm running. Okay. All right. So your your weapon's cleared, and you're gonna spend a bonus action to reload. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now that the jam is cleared, you're like, all right, got the big bullets now. That's all I can do. Okay. I'm good for now. Thank you. All right, Maitre, you heard this big bang and this electrical sounding stuff coming from behind you. Can I see her? You cannot. You can't see her, so I can't answer that question. Okay, I'm going to climb on top of the wall. Which wall? This one right in front of you? The, yeah. So right here? Yeah. Alright, so go ahead and give me an acrobatic, or an athletic, or a acrobatic check. That's good. Alright, you get up to the top. You're about 10 feet up higher now. Uh, you can not still see her. I cannot see her? Mm, I'm on a wall. This is a 10 foot wall right here, too. And well, I mean, there's a little tree right there, but she's got like three-quarter cover. You can just barely make out like the top of her head can and I, the snakes. Can I, I could see it enough to throw a chromatic or better. I get a minus plus five in my armor class. Why? Because I have three-quarter cover. It's harder for you to see me. Is there a box or something I could stand on? You're on top of the wall yeah, right now. Yeah, is there like a rock I mean, you can move further. You can jump over this right here and move some more movement this way, but you're getting awfully close to her. Yeah. Can I go that way? You can go... Look, you're on top of this wall right here. So you can go five. So that was... Five, ten... That's 20 feet of movement. So this is 25 feet of movement right here. We have five feet of movement left. And if I went right here, how... You'd have to jump across the edge of that. Because that's a gap right there. So and give me now. Five. Give me an acrobatics check to make sure you don't fall off the thing. Thirty. I'm, 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 my acrobatics. Yep. Hopefully you don't fall on your butt. Uh, 
13. But just barely made it. I like made you're it. doing. I still made it. Now. Okay. Or per. Are you check, checking off these 50 gold piece gemstones yes. too? Don't forget the, for the last one you screwed up too. So, 50 gold pieces. So, alright, so you start. It's at level two. Okay, so what do you turn it into? Uh, acid. Alright, turns into a slight green color as you start to Hadouken in your hands like this. And you go. You throw it. Yep, and it's 18. Sails right over her head. What the hell? Sorry, excuse my language. <laughs> I get a plus five to my armor class. No! So it, that's why I used it. You only moved. Yes, but I moved closer. Do you want me to stay stoned forever? Give me a perception <laughs> check. Mamma mia. Sixteen plus eight. All right. Twenty-four. You're standing on your tippy toes. It just barely went from three-quarter cover to half cover, which means I only get a plus three to my armor class, which just barely hits her. But it hits her. Barely hits her. Like it glances off the side of her face. But it hits her. And then explodes on her face. Grass it all over. <laughs> now I gotta do damage. 4d8, right? Yes. And I don't have 4d8. Do you? One, yeah. two, three, four. You got your whole plethora of dice over there and you don't have enough it's d8s? On, it's underneath. Alright, watch your pencil. It's gonna crush your pencil. Alright, 48 damage. Acid damage right in her face. Does not feel good. Oh, 25. 25 damage? Mm -hmm. Alright. So here's my tree. My tree's mad. Balancing. After she just jumped over to sing. Building up this acid ball on her hands. Listen, all of a sudden everything calms down. She focuses. And this acid ball forms in her hand. And she just points, just as Medusa goes, looks over at her, and just, <laughs> she chucks it at her. And the ball comes, and she goes, she watches it, and she goes, she catches it. Stop it. And as she catches it, it shatters and sprays right in her face. Okay, good. And she goes, <laughs> and you just see her head drop from below the, the wall. I'm not exactly sure what happened to her, but... The combat music stops. So. Okay. <laughs> that was uneventful. Good job. Thank you. The Thank combat you. music stops. That's all that matters. All right. So now we gotta unpetrify her. Medusa is dead. All right, she's nice. dead. You guys need to go cut her up and give me some of her blood. That's all right. Oh, wait, do we know that? Yes. Okay. Good. So it's different in Atlantis. So Medusas are actually sometimes good people. So, um, All right. Jay says, I don't want to stick around here anymore. I've got a ship that's coming to pick me up. Oh, my pilot just showed up. I am out of here. Thank you for saving Thank us. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. 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 Good job, Jay. Sometimes can you teach me how to make one of those gun things? That looks cool. Uh, we'll talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Goodbye. Thank you for saving Bye. us. Thank you, Jay. And he jumps into a ship, and he is, he's out of here. <laughs> All right. I love that. So, um, experience really quick. You guys get 
Oh, I need him to come back to do math. Right. <laughs> I do. Two, four, yes. 41. A thousand experience points each. seem semi-normal. Okay? You dispatch your last foe and shore up your defenses as you all gather around Alessandra and go, shit. What are we going to do? Right. Well, I'm going to go stab Medusa. Right? Let's go get Medusa. Right by her foot. Chop her head off. Yeah, chop her head off. And just bring the head over. Yeah, just don't look at her head. Don't look at her. Don't look ahead. You, you chop her head right off. It's really gruesome. It's really weird, but you guys are pretty pissed. And we'll just... It's just draining as we walk. Okay. And you bring it over to Alessandra, and what? She's a blood hunter. I, like, bless her with the blood. Come on, sister. Come back to us. I'm smacking her face with, like, a bloody hand front. Okay. <laughs> Nothing happens. I'm feeling like you have to pour a lot more blood on me. Right? How about the monster's blood? I, my tree starts shaking her head. And like flinging the blood at her. <laughs> Sorry. This monster open, huh? Yeah. Let's get, let's get some of that. Yep. Great. We'll do the same thing. Yeah. Right. Take my mace and I'm like, ah! And break and my wall. Yeah. And it splatters whatever it is he has. All right. Give me a constitution check. Or constitution saving throw. Okay. You see, as the, the blood pours on her, it's different from Medusa's. So Gorgons and Medusa's, all they have to do is, yes, put a little bit of their blood on the people that they petrified. This is not a Medusa. Technically, it's called a Gorgon in D&D, but it's not a Gorgon here because these are Gorgons. They're the standard, standard stereotypical Medusa's. Um, so this is a little bit different. Um, and you're standing here like... If that didn't work, what are we... I mean, I don't know what we're going to do. Give her the full Tauntaun treatment. Slice his belly open and stick her in there. Yeah, I'm like, I take the... I don't have it. You got anything sharp? No. You got the sword that she dropped over there. I'm I'm running grab her sword. I just start punching its stomach. Yeah, and I like slice it. I'm like, (laughs) now that I could curse. (laughs) And then I like drag Alessandra and I'm like, you're really stiff. And I like yeah. try to lay her down and then Give me a constitution push her into the, <laughs> push her into the belly. Let me try this one. I'm sorry. It's probably gross. Ooh, 20. All right. So <laughs> you feel, so you're doing this and you're like, you obviously want to be careful because she's yeah, mid, I'm very careful. like mid, mid form. You're yes. like, God, you're so heavy. And you're like trying to shove her you into the belly of this thing. You hear this, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop! Don't do that. It's not from you. So, where there's one Gorgon, chances are there may be more. Your fears are allied quickly enough, though, as two familiar faces approach you at a run. Atlas arrives first, a look of fear and worry upon his brow. Are you injured, my children? And he sees Alessandra and he goes, No, no, don't, don't do that. Just wait. The temple. We have a, we have the temple here. This is a normal 
and he looks at the creature and he goes, this is a normal Gorgon spawn. So a clerical spell strong enough should revert her from from her petrification. Right? Because she was petrified by the creature, right? Yes. Okay. Unfortunately, many of the other petrified people of Laputa were not petrified by standard Gorgons or this Gorgon spawn. They were petrified by the Medusa Queen, which, short of a wish spell or her blood... We got her blood! The Medusa Queen, my dear. Oh, she said she was queen. No, not that one. So... As you guys are preparing to, to answer, he's like, we can take, take her over to the temple and we can, a greater restoration spell is called. We should be able to heal her. Everyone else, though, I fear we have to figure something out. So as you're talking, as he's talking to you, as you prepare to, to reply to him, the second arrival comes into view. A short goblin covered in finery consisting of dramatic colored clothing and beautiful jewelry smiles as he looks up at you. It is the acquaintance you made in, in Navarna, the floating city of crystal shards. Remember what his name was? Sure. Gupt Karmachari. Yeah, I remember that. Gupt Karmachari. Gupt. He says, his gold tooth smile spreads wide at the sight of you. Ah, my friend, it is good to see that you are well. I see that my trinkets have come in handy since we last met, yes? And you have acquired a new ally. Well, mostly. <laughs> I do not recognize her. Well met, Milady Ulmec. Let us get you to the temple and let us get you healed. So between the two of you and the two other guys, you kind of take her statued, petrified form over to the temple. You pick up her sword. You bring her over there. And Atlas is able to... They unlocked Greater Restoration in the temple, which is very lucky for you. So there's a healing temple in Laputa. So they unlock it. They bring you in there. They take one of these crystals and they kind of just lean it gently against your head and Alice focuses and this warm light fills the room and you start... Have you ever seen the TV show Gargoyles? Okay. So Gargoyles are winged guys and at night they break out of their shells and during the day they turn stone. So you start... It's not like what you guys saw before, like the slow melting and oh, turning back. No, you crack out of this thing and shatter it into pieces. As you, what? Who are you? Where am I? What happened? I'm alive. Thank you. You're alive. So, before we get much further, I need to get Torag. He's oh, stoned, you, yep. and I would, I, I would try bathing him with the Medusa's well, blood. Tell him to stop doing drugs. Right? Okay. Oh, you can stoned. bathe him with the Medusa's blood, and it works. It works. Ah, but he's in pieces. Don't you? Oh, I'll mend him. Okay. So he comes back. You, yeah. you, there's three pieces of him. Yeah. Because he broke. Hi. You put him back together, and you're Hi. like mending, mending, mending. Blood. And as he comes back to life, you're like, oh my little, oh my god! <laughs> and like his arm breaks off, and his leg breaks off, and he. It's okay, love. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Now. Okay. So you can work on him. He's okay though. Okay. Standard Gorgon. So basically what Atlas and Gupt tell you is that um, the Medusa Queen, after you messaged him, he started asking around and going, hey, what happened? Where, why is nobody answering from Laputa? And he contacted Gupt. So mm -hmm. do you guys remember anything about him? Is he the one who we had dinner with mm -hmm. and he was trying to read all our minds and everything? 
Right. I mean, yeah, he's, some, kind of, he's kind of reading our minds, right? Yeah. And, he had a rag of detect thoughts on. Right. And he... That was when all the big golems attacked the mm-hmm. town, right? Yep. I can't remember anything else other than that. So he gave you guys a bag of holding with a bunch of gifts yeah, in it. Yeah, I have the bag of holding. Oh, he's okay. the one I got the my cat from dis- uh, disguise mm-hmm. from, right. And so, I got the bag of holding. Yep. And you got uh, there was a bunch of stuff in there, mm-hmm. so you know he says, "Oh, I'm I'm glad that my my gifts have come in handy. Uh, we must sit. the The city has been cleared, for le- more or less of a term, um, but the majority of the people here are petrified mm-hmm. by not only a standard Gogon but the Medusa Queen herself. It appears that somehow." Medusa, and when we refer to Medusa, we are talking about the Medusa, the Medusa Queen, because she is, her name is Medusa. Somehow, she found out that the Devil's Dagger was here in the Pukta. Would you happen to know anything about that? It, it is understandable. We, we do not blame you for anything that has happened, of course. She is a very powerful, mystic woman who acquire these abilities with using the devil's dagger so uh, it is not by your fault at all but now we must decide as you're reading texts to each other sorry sorry bless you bless you thank you your god bless you whichever bled whichever god you might worship um we are at a, a, a crossroads, my friends. Unfortunately, we need the blood of the Medusa Queen to free these petrified people, the people of Laputo, your friends and your allies. Uh, or we need a wish spell. Which, <laughs> we do not have access to the wish spell. Do you know what direction she went? So that is a good question. The young Gorgon that you dispatched here was an ally of hers. Do you know what she was doing? And destroying them, yes. She was trying to mask all presence of the Medusa Queen who arrived here in order for us to not be able to divine exactly where she had gone. Um, She almost succeeded. You stopped her just in time. There are several items that she did not find that we have located that uh, we will use our prodigious resources to divine her exact location. Uh, we are fairly certain that what she plans to do is use the Devil's Dagger to open a gateway to the Far Realm. She cannot have gone far, so we once we figure out where she is at, you and your entourage must surge forward into the night and dispatch this Medusa Queen all about ourselves. Yeah. Can we uh, get that wee guy back that had uh, the gun? Uh, yeah. yeah. He was good to eat. Was. Oh, you have another ally. It's very good. I don't know. He was like mysterious and jumped, just like disappeared. No. Maybe someday we'll see him again. <laughs> he is a very, mysterious. very mysterious man. No, um, no I, but I, I understand. I, I appreciate your candidness, but I am joking. You would not last one minute against the Medusa Queen herself. Oh, thanks. Uh, no offense, my new try. lady. I do not know your skill, but. Um, you look very injured from just fighting one minor Medusa. This is the Medusa Queen. Yeah. Okay, so hang out, Liz. Do you want to join us? And he says, uh, so here's, here's our plan, my child. 
She plans to open a gateway to the Far Realm. I can slow that down by heading to Atlantis, to the Soul Stone, where I can limit her use of abilities until we locate where she's at. I will be in Atlantis doing that. Gooped here, and he looks at Gooped, and he kind of looks at him sidelong, like, he says, what Gooped did not tell you is that he is the grandfather of assassins. There are certain orders of assassins in Atlantis. Each tribe maintains their own specialized set of folks who, for less of a better word, kill people. Okay? He is going to reach out to the rest of the orders, and one thing that assassins are very skilled at doing is doing things in darkness and without needing their eyesight. But that is not what we're calling them for. We are going to call them because they have, uh, many of them have an innate ability to bring darkness to an area. So what we plan to do is divine the location of this temple, wherever the Medusa Queen is trying to open this gateway. Have you and the assassins converge on this temple, fill the temple with darkness, which even the assassins cannot see. You all will infiltrate the temple, steal back the dagger, and with this, he picks up this small device, he said, you will injure the Medusa Queen just enough to use this device. This is a blood siphon. Excuse me. Once you injure your enemy, you can use this to siphon bits of their blood into this ampule. Siphon enough of this, and one drop is all we need to unpetrify someone. We will need about 40 drops. So in game terms, you have to do 40 damage to her, and then use this, this, this thing. This thing siphons 10 hit points per turn. Um, she's just going to stop attacking us. Once we well, you're going to be in darkness. He says, I understand your concerns. Now you might be asking, how can you see in magical darkness? Can any of you already see in magical darkness? I can. I cannot. You can see in the darkness spell? I can't. Oh, not magical darkness. Magical no. darkness. No. So not many people can, but I know of one person with a specialized set of talents who can. Are you all familiar with the Amalan Exotica? Would I be? Yes, you would. So the Amalan Exotica is the traveling fair, the traveling carnival for Atlantis. It's huge. It goes from each tribal capital for 30 days, not for one month, for two months, because a month is 15 days. They spend 30 days in each tribal capital and just constantly keep going around in circles. And the Amalan Exotica is basically your um, progenitor Barnum and Bailey circus... Um, what's the carnival in World of Warcraft? The Dark Moon Fair. It's huge. It's got all kinds of exhibits and all kinds of cool things to do. Um, he says, so the gentleman that's in charge of the the main big house, the the main ring, is a gentleman by the name of Caliban. Caliban? Caliban. Yes, C-A-L-I-B-A-N. Caliban, you will know, or you may not know, is a plain-touched warlock. 
He is not plane touched because he uh, spent too much time by Alaka, the the plane to the infernal realms, the nine realms or the, uh, the abyss. No, Caliban is a warlock because he agreed to become a fiendish warlock. For me. He is a close friend and close ally. And he has the very, very particular ability to share in his devil's sight to everyone within 10 feet of him. So warlocks can see through a lot of magical darkness, a lot of any kind of darkness, any kind of illusions or fog. Caliban can share that ability with everyone within 10 feet. So I need you to go to the Amalan Exotica, which is right now in Ulanga, which is the shaman or the orc capital. Go there, speak with Caliban, tell him that I have sent you, and ask for his aid. Once by the time you get his aid, and her diviners locate the temple where the Medusa Queen has hidden herself and is attempting to enact this gateway to the Far Realm, Gupt will have reached out to the Order of Assassins and will have converged in this location. The Assassins will blanket the entire building in darkness. One of the Assassins is also very skilled at silence. They will silence the Medusa Queen so that way she cannot uh, use any of her spells against you in the darkness. And you and your allies, along with Caliban, will enter the temple, steal back the Devil's Dagger, Injure the Medusa Queen just enough to use the Blood Siphon and flee. Do not attempt to continue to engage the Medusa Queen. She is very smart. Keep in mind, she is a mystic, so she will have mystic abilities. She may be able to see through your eyes, which will not necessarily give her much of an advantage, but enough to possibly direct her allies. I just do not want to th put you at risk. This needs to be a secretive mission before she's able to teleport away again with the Devil's Dagger. This needs to be quick, decisive, quiet. And then once you have the dagger, the box will also create the box for you while you're off doing whatever you're off at the carnival. And with the Devil's Dagger sec securely contained in the box, it will mask its signature from Medusa. We'll continue reading your tome and determine how best to destroy the item. So unless you all can think of a better idea My Lady Maitri Miss Maeve No pressure No pressure at all The entire city full of stone friends and family here are relying on you I'm ready. Good. So, well, if there's no other questions, take fear, Mr. Fierro, unfortunately, has been petrified. That's why we have to go. Yeah, I'm pissed off. I'm ready to take this fish down. <laughs> you have your skyship. Ulanga is not too far away, but do any of you know how to pilot the skyship? I, would think I, I would. think I could figure it out. Been there a couple times. And he kind of, Alice kind of thinks for a second. He goes, Impart knowledge, correct? Aye. 
and he kind of puts his hand towards your forehead and he goes, do you mind? No, please. And he kind of puts his thumb on the middle of your forehead and his hands on the side and he closes his eyes for a second and he steals the knowledge of imparted knowledge from you and then casts it on you. Okay. You feel like, whoa, you use the spell slot. Yep. He uses the spell slot on you, which you guys are going to get back in a second because he's yep. a long rest. So he basically stole your spell slot. That's okay. the trick with Atlas. He's got a weird set of abilities. But he's able to impart the knowledge on you on how to fly the ship. Okay. So you're like, oh. And he goes, that should be good for at least one day. All right. As fast as your flying ship goes, you should be able to get to Ulanga in one day. Excellent. Okay? Thank you. Thanks, Kate. Good luck. I will be in touch. Thanks, King, baby. Yeah. And again, I do apologize, Maitri, for my abruptness earlier, but it was very odd. I'm very odd. You are very odd. There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) All right. I'm going to move these off the table just for a second because we're not going to get to play too much into this tonight. Hey, Tony, um, regular spell dark vision doesn't help with magical darkness. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Just making sure. Yep, I get your sword. And goggles of night. Nope. Same thing? Yep, this is all magical yep. darkness. Just make sure. Nothing helps except for true sight mm-hmm. or devil sight. With this last 30 minutes? Shopping. What? Can we go shopping with this last 30 minutes? Um, you guys get to Olanga. Sure, if you want to go shopping. Yes. Since okay. we can't, like, fight. What exactly is shopping? What do you mean? What do you need? Oh, so this is the orc capital. It's a tribal city. It's not very super high-tech, but there are a lot of herbalistic-type stuff, alchemy-type stuff, nature-based stuff, spiritual stuff. So what do you have in mind? Anything for true sight? No. Well, I am skilled in herbalism, and I have a book of herbalism, and I've gotten all my time done studying herbalism. But Did you? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm positive. I'm positive? Who is going to carry the blood siphon? Is it a mechanical item? No, it's a magical item. I can. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, you don't want me. My brain is not great. <laughs> All right, so blood siphon is a tool to draw the blood of a willing or unwilling subject into itself. When used as an action, the device can draw a total amount of blood from a target equal to the amount of hit points that are missing from its hit point maximum. So that means you guys have to do at least 40 damage to her first before you can draw 40 hit points out of it. Uh, the amount begins at 10 hit points per turn of concentration. As long as the user concentrates on the blood siphon process, it will continue to draw hit points that the target creature has lost. It doesn't do damage to her. I'm not writing all that down. I'm just telling you guys. So it's like you're sucking the blood out of her. It doesn't do damage to her. You're just siphoning in the blood that's being spilt. Okay. All right. Can I try and find my lasso? Can you what? Try and find my lasso. And you're not going to find a lasso here in a shaman place. I will spend the time to repair Tordak. Alright. Go ahead and give me an intelligence check with advantage. Or a tinker, <coughs> tinker tool check with advantage. <coughs> Bless, Bless you. you. Bless you. Not, uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. <coughs> Ooh, Bless you. Uh, that's only 16. Okay. No, that's good. Fine. He is back to normal. Oh, Tordeg. All right. 
What does it mean to have expertise in some in a skill? You have double proficiency. Double proficiency. Wow. Because mm -hmm. I'm now expert in these tools. Yep. And if you use the PDF, it'll automatically update that. Yeah, it says that right. I did use the PDF. You the handy dandy PDF. PDF to do what now? To do the character sheets. Update. The, the special one, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. This is the MLN Exotica. This is the Amelin Exotica. Wait, where, aren't we shopping right now? Yeah. Okay. You can shop. I'm just showing you the map. There's all the stuff that you're going to get to do. Okay. So what shopping do you want to do? Is it here? Are we here? No. I'm just showing you the map of the Amelin Exotica. Um, you are in Ulanga. This is on the outskirts of Ulanga. What kind of natural weapons do they have that are super powerful? What kind of natural weapons yes. do they have that are super powerful? Super kind of a weird question to ask. That's why I'm browsing. It's called browsing. Alright. So, you only got really one day to recuperate in Ulanga. You should probably be focusing on the carnival. So normally it takes about five days to do looking for, like, magic items to buy. Mm -hmm. It's not like, hey, magic item store. Boom, right there. You're in Ulanga. There are those there in Atlantis. They're very easy to find in Atlantis. Okay, so we're, so what am I focusing on with the I mean, you can shop for a second if you want. But I'm saying, give me a persuasion check. Persuasion. This is you asking the other orcs that are there. Alright, they're like, eh. Not very taking very much of an interest in you. So there's a weird dynamic in Ulanga. Let me just explain, explain Ulanga to you guys really quick. <clears throat> Ulanga is the trade capital for the orcs. Orcs are shamans. They are very attuned to the elements. Uh, they are very low-key, living in huts and hovels, close to the earth, one with the earth, very nature-themed. And they are one of the most segregated races in Atlantis. It, them and the Beastborn are very segregated because they're different. They don't like technology. They think it's the downfall of, of humanity. And because of that, they're not as educated as some of the other races in Atlantis. So because well, of that... not in technology, but they are in the elements of Yes, nature. yep, yep. But, exactly, so they're not... They're, they're very introverted. Okay. Okay, they keep to themselves. They keep to their own. Um, not only are they very introverted and segregated, they also tend, same with the Beastborn, they tend to segregate within their own clans. 
So all the clans are separated in Oolong of the Orcs because they're one of the most plain-touched races in Atlantis. Because they're so attuned to the elements, Orcs have a tendency to... Orcs have a tendency to be closer to planar rifts that go in from the elements. So there's fire-themed orcs, earth-themed orcs, air, water-themed. Um, and then there are just your standard orcs, which are more like Goliaths and really big and muscular. And they don't get along well with each other. So Ulanga is like the neutral grounds where they try to come together and they try to do things together. And there are definitely clans that come together and try to be one. But a lot of times they go about their own stuff. They go about themselves and they do their own thing. So the lake that Ulanga is centered around, Lake Anna, that lake has four main cities around it that each represent a different element. So one is like in a desert-themed area. Those are the fire-themed orcs. Uh, and it's really easy to tell the difference between orcs. Not only is their skin different colors, like the fire-themed orcs have like a reddish-bronze kind of skin. Earth-themed are really darkish-brown and muddy-looking. Um, um, what's left? Air are very um, clear skin, like bluish almost, and water-themed are like darker blue-greenish. Not only that, each clan specifies in their own, or specializes in their own form of body scarification. So, earth-themed orcs love tattoos. They tattoo their whole bodies, and it's very um, Polynesian themed, like very um, history of your life kind of stuff tattooed on your body. Um, fire themed, um, burn themselves, what is that called? Branding. Branding, they brand themselves. Um, the water themed are really big into makeup and different kind of paints that they do to their bodies. And then the air themed are very much into piercings. So they pierce their bodies, and they're the ones that have big hooped, hooped ears and things around their necks that extend their bodies and different kind of piercings. So they stand out really easy. You can very easily tell different clans. Um, but technology-wise and the capital city-wise, yeah, there are some basic huts. Remember, there's an embassy for each tribe in every major city. So you can go find the Gnomish embassy in Ulanga or the... Um, well, there's not really a half-elf embassy. The half-elves aren't are recognized. Half-elves are down there with um, orcs and beastborn. They kind of look down upon a little bit. So um, they should be nicer to me. So keep that in mind now as you're walking around this giant hut-like city that I'm has its variants of technology, like the gnomish um, embassy is very steampunkish looking. Like, like it is in Atlantis. It's a fortified building made out of stone and metal with gears and all kinds of cool stuff on it. So the gnomes that reside in the city that are stationed here are going to have a little bit more advanced homes. But shops and stores and stuff, it's not like a gnome is going to come here with their cool gadgets and go, hey, orcs, buy my gadgets. No, I'm nah. very into herbalism and like, you okay. know... I, I want to look for something, somebody who's like, I can tell that that's what they do, and I want to go and see what they have to offer. Okay, so you rolled a persuasion of 13? 
14. 14. All right. It takes some, because the other thing about works you got to keep in mind, they don't learn other people's languages. Okay. They don't speak common. It's one of the few races in Atlantis that don't find it within themselves to speak English. But to I speak have common. an ability to, I think that's, what language do they speak? They speak uh, Bantu, Orkish. And each clan actually has their own dialect too. So when you think of the African, South African countries, how you have like Swahili and Bantu and whatever, there's a plethora of different languages. That's kind of like what it is in Ulanga. The different clans, they, when they all get together, they can speak basic Bantu, like they can understand each other, but it's like a country accent versus a New York accent. Accent sometimes when you're listening to them talk. You can tell there's segregation. Um, so, yeah, my, my ability to research one, I thought it was a language one. Um, but I'm an eternal optimist, so I'm going to keep trying. Okay, well, no, you rolled a 14, so you're only going to have like one day to really recoup yeah, from here before so, you need to really start figuring this shit out. So, you spend one day, what are you doing for the day? I am trying to recuperate, I'm thinking. Okay. Um, because I... Was it was pretty traumatic for you. For me, yeah. I was petrified, and before that I was stoned. It gives being stoned a totally different meaning. <laughs> so. Really? Yeah, so I just want to chill. Okay, and I want to, like, learn from who I think is going to be, like, the most skilled in herbalism, and I want to learn some... Okay, I'm going to get back to you in a second. Maybe we don't. I am uh, fixing Toadag. Okay, and, that's right. Because uh, you flew working. there. Yeah, so continuing. you piloting it. Yeah, and I was piloting it. So, so you, you'll, we'll say you spend your day fixing Toadag. Toadag and uh, whatever else I need to do with my arm to okay. make it up to... I'm still tweaking it. Still tweaking it. All right. So you find, sure enough, this old Orkin shamaness. And she's trying. She's like, you come to wild with me. You come to wild. You come out in wild with me now. We spend week. We spend week in the wild. I teach you herbs. I don't know if I have a week now. No, no you need to spend week. You come for me with okay. week. Come, child. You learn. I leave now. We leave now. I can't. No, you not can. I offer to teach. You not got. You not go. I have to go somewhere uh, to help save people. What more important, saving. learning earth or or saving people? Saving people. Oh. Can she have this conversation with us? Can she say, hold on, I'll be right back? I mean, she's at the ship. She's going to tweak the sh at the ship. She's getting directions for where the, the carnival's at. Um, you're kind of... Do you drink at all? As an old mech? Sure. You're... Getting sloshed? You're not getting sloshed, but you're reflecting. Relaxing. I'm relaxing. Have you got hurt pretty good before she healed you, and, and then I you got turned to stone. And I know we have a day. One and day, you right? felt... You can turn. It's different when you fail the saving throw by more than five, and you instantly get petrified. It's almost like you don't realize it. With you, it was painful and long, slow, yeah. and slow and arduous, and you're like, "That shit sucked." And we're about to go into a room full of freaking Medusas with a Medusa queen. You're having a little bit of issue right now. You're like, "I'm not really feeling this." I'm not feeling this. <laughs> Matter, you know, saving the the world, whatever. Can we not get like the Atlantean guard? To just destroy the whole fucking building and say screw it. Okay. I mean, all these thoughts are going through your head. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so no, you're not helping her. No, okay. Well, I'm drinking some yak. <laughs> some yak, yak milk. And I know I only have one day, right? Yak milk. Yes. Okay. Mm -mm. So I'm like, I want to 
you know, the earth is very important to me. Ah. But, but not, I, not important enough. Yes, important enough, but also saving lives. And I have to help my sisters. Hmm. Okay. You come back, you have week. Yes? Yeah. Yes. We spend week in wilderness. We see you not die. You come back, you live. Yes? Yes. Yes. Okay, but, question. Do you have anything that I can... That, or can you teach me anything really quick to like that I can make from herbs to help, you know, my sister went through a lot of traumatic stuff and I, you know, I want to make sure my sisters are ready oh, to go into this battle. Oh, Pote? Pote. Peyote? Pote. Huh? And she gives you this, this ragweed looking stuff. She grinds it into a mortar and pestle. She goes, yeah, smoke. Smoke, yes, yes. No smoke. She grinds it up. She puts it into a little joint. Just a joint or a baggie? No, she's grinding. She's no. rolling it. She's rolling it. How many joints? Just one. Oh, one big one. She's not gonna give you all of her so stash. Like a fatty, like a blunt. Yeah. A fatty. She's right. not gonna give you her whole stash. Okay. She said, "Teach her something." She's teaching you how to roll a blunt. All right, let's do it. I was already good at that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you. You're hanging out with some halfling hippies, yeah, probably. Yeah. So, so she says, and she takes the weed and she looks, she shows it to you. She goes, You see, in wilderness, you see, grind, add. She mentions something else. I don't know how to make this stuff, so. She mentions oregano. Add oregano, yes? Oh, God, not oregano. Delicious. Uh, she says, um, um, The dark petal. Dark petal, yes, you speak a dark petal. Yes. And she shows you this other plant, and you recognize it as a, a plant called dark petal. You add, you grind together. Very good, grind, very good. Dusty grind, yes? Yeah. Grind, grind, grind. Paper, yeah. lick, roll, <laughs> light fire, and slow inhale. Slow, breathe. No, 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 like that. Slow. You slow and waff, waff. Ah. And what Close eyes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you get apple, core out apple. Yeah, you get good cooking. Yep. yep. Bubble sound. Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. So, she goes, you know, little, little, okay? Little smoke. Quiet, mm -hmm. no people, mm -hmm. quiet, close eyes, hug. Aww. Smoke, hug. Okay? You understand? Smoke, hug. Hug. Hug friend. Hug. Okay. I'm going to go help my sister. Thank you. What's your name? Amasa. Amasa. You come back one week, we go to wilderness. Make you high and make you forget your trauma. Yes. Let's go get high. You should just. And then I'm gonna give you a big fat hug. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Let's get high and hug it out. Only a little. Because I got high. Only a little. Because I got high. Inhale, because I got high. Do 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 do. So I'm going over. I find her at the bar, and I like. 
in the chair next to her, and you know my tree, she's just always happy. And I get the little bag, and I go. <laughs> and you are familiar with it, so you're Olmec, you're Native American. So you are intimately familiar with peyote and marijuana. Too much, but after we do this. You better just say okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we go and sneak off into a safe area. Quiet. Safe word. What's your safe word? Happy. Amasa. <laughs> All right, so you guys got rooms at the local establishment you're staying at for the night. And I was like, slow. Not just slow. Little bit. Okay. Apple. And then, yep, yep. wait, wait, there's more. <laughs> you really wrote all this down? Yeah. Yep. Quiet. Okay, we gotta make sure it's quiet and we don't hear all these people in the background. Right. Yeah. Quiet. Slow inhale. Just waft. Waft. Got it. And now I'm giving you a big hug. Am I, am I Give me a constitution saving throw. Damn it. <laughs> Ooh, 18. All right. So you have done shit like this before. Yeah. You're like you're looking at her like Really? <laughs> <laughs> have you not smoking the herb before? I, I'm high on life. Yeah. yeah. You're like more the ecstasy type person. Right? So, yeah. Shrooms. You like shrooms. No, I don't need anything. I am just happy. Alright. So you like this thing up and you're like you're looking at her and she's like and you're like, yeah. <laughs> so you start token on a little bit, and the room starts filling up, and it's a hallucinogen, right? right? It's a little bit different than marijuana. It's a little bit different. And laced. You went, so you went on a spirit walk, because you're Native American. When you were about 16, you went on a spirit walk, and you had to take peyote. And peyote. There's different ways to say it. Peyote? Peyote. This is Spanish coming out. <laughs> peyote. And I was a Native American one. Okay, come on. Okay. All right, so, on. and you had to do the spirit walk when you had to find out exactly what kind of Olmec you were. And that's kind of what helped you determine that you were going to be a ghost slayer, a ghost hunter. Because you had these vivid Im images of people from your past and spiritual ancestors and the fact that undead are pretty jacked up. You don't like undead, honestly. Right. The, 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 the tribe, the clan, or whatever you want to call it, the... The group of people that you're with, the Olmec, are near the undead regions, and you have to deal with random crazy undead a lot, and you put them down. That's your specialty. So you had these visions, and as you start kind of going into this thing, you start freaking out a little bit, and then she hugs you, and you're like, and you don't normally like being hugged, but her cross or whatever her spiritual emblem is, is like, being squeezed between you and it. And Olmecs are not super spiritual people. They're more of the Aztec kind of religion, so there are deities in their religion. But it's more an implant from the Beastborn. The Beastborn kind of forced their ideology on you. So Olmecs are kind of up in the air with their spirituality. They're very spiritual people, but religious? So you feel the hog, you kind of tense at first, but then you feel that pressure from her relic from her item pushing against you 
and it just it starts warming you as well from where it's touching you and it kind of fills up your being and you close your eyes and when you open them you look down and she's petrified and you look at her and you start freaking out a little bit and you go oh my god oh my god and her she's squeezing you right as she's petrified and you start freaking out a little bit and you're like but then you're like no they were able to save me. I can save them. And you start and you start looking around, and Maeve is standing there, and she's petrified. And Kelsey is standing there. And as much as you don't like Kelsey because she's undead, she's your sister. She's your undead sister. She's petrified. Everybody's petrified. And you start freaking out for a second. And you're like, nope. I was petrified, and they were able to bring me back. I can do this. And you kind of close your eyes. And you tap into whatever it was that you felt when you first were unfrozen, when you cracked. Because you broke out differently than most people do. Mm-hmm. Most people, when they're petrified, just, like I said, start turning pinkish again and coming back to life. Mm-hmm. You cracked out of it like a shell. And as you're looking down, you look down at her arm, and you're, you're kind of, you know, you're smoking, and she's hugging you. And you have this, it's gone, by the way. You don't have the peyote in your hand anymore. And you kind of just lay your hands on her arms. And you kind of just close your eyes and you feel your arms start to get warm. Your hands start to get warm. And you hear this cracking sound. And at first you're like, oh shit, am I breaking her? And you look down and shards of stone are falling off with the cedar skin underneath. And you're like, they did it to me. And you just, it's a mantra. They did it to me. I can do it to them. They healed me. I can heal them. And as you do this, you see the shards start to fall away and you see her skin underneath. And she's still hugging you. She smiled and she's like, I knew you could do it. And you close your eyes and you open your eyes again and everybody else is gone. And she's still there kind of hugging you tight and you're like, I can do this. And you fight through it and you're healed. You feel so much better. Thank you. You're welcome. I thought, I thought we'll it save this because it was only a little. We'll save the rest for Maybe next time I'll eat it again. <laughs> so... You have advantage on your first attack from now on against Gorgons. Against Gorgons. Any kind of Gorgon or Gorgon-like creature. So that was a Gorgon spawn, that bull thing. So Gorgon spawns and Gorgons, you have advantage on your first attack anytime you fight them. Nice. That is your dedication and now motivation to stop their threat. Alright, so we will not be able to get into the Amalen Exotica. That will not be for two more weeks, because next week we are tied up. Um, any questions before we end the night? Nope. As the creepily weird children <laughs> laugh in the background? Right. And on that note... On that note, alright, have a good night, world. We'll see you in two weeks.